0: Hello, and welcome to the Gascast. My name's Ilsa. I'm Ella. And I'm Jess. (laughs) Who are you? Gestia. I'm an angel
1: of the morning.
0: Weird. And today, (laughs) we (laughs) are taking on the truly monumental task, I think you all should be very excited and impressed. Um we're doing The Man Who Would Be King, guys. Season 6, episode 20, The Man Who Would Be King. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, I think the first big cast episode. Like this is this, this is, is it, baby. His This is it, baby. This is it. This is, it, this is it, and it is This is so it, over. and it
1: is so fucking over. <laughs> we like, thought
0: it was over last week.
1: It's <laughs> so more over, over than it's ever been.
0: <laughs> it was more over, um, which I didn't think was possible, but there you have it. Uh, so this week is a, is a bit of a rough one, but before we get into all that, you guys were lovely enough to send us um, some mail, so we're going to... Ride, race through
1: <laughs> you love us you want to talk to us
0: <laughs> you want to talk to us so bad it makes you look stupid it
1: makes you look we really it, smart you're you. typing out all those words
0: Ooh. <laughs> all those words some of you guys have little like formatting on your text it's incredible mm. thank you um, but yeah we're we're gonna get going with that and we're just gonna rotate cause there's like six of them this week that we have to do so that's fun. Um, but here we go. First one is from Anon, um, And they say, hello, I recently discovered your podcast through one of Ella's TikTok comments. <laughs> and since I'm a cast girl, I had faith and blind downloaded a bunch of episodes to listen to on a, and this is in bold, really, and then out of bold, long, <laughs> plane <rhyme>. right? <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then they say, hearing his face is like two times wider than when we last <laughs> saw him. And he's snorting human growth hormones when Sam first shows up in season four episode one had me silent giggling so hard I nearly cried on a plane he really was huge anyway and then in blue thank you for getting me through the ride I've been binging through uh, binging the archive and having a great time ever since excited for you to reach my fave cast episodes and then the the little um angel emoji so cute the one that's a baby it's adorable I just want to say thank thanks you. for this and thank you to Ella for making okay, that okay, oh, right. oh, okay. TikTok.
1: I, <laughs> I feel like inside me there is like two people and one of them has the confidence <laughs> to randomly shout out their own podcast in the TikTok comment section apparently mm-hmm. and then the other one wants to throw up that that ever occurred so mm-hmm. I don't remember specifically what comment I've I definitely done it a
0: couple of times <laughs> 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 this is so funny because when we first got this ask, we were all like, "Wait, hold on, what comment did you make?" And you were like, "I'm not sure which one." And it, and I, I it, was it wasn't like, recent enough that I like could find any
1: interactions or anything in my oh, notes no. yeah, So,
0: um,
1: thank you for that. If you That's if you gross. know when it was, like what comment it was, can you actually just like send us another like add on? I'm very curious. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, I'm glad that works. I would love to see hashtag,
0: it. Um, #marketing I'm so glad. Oh, actually, marketing, she's got skills. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Um, thank you for listening. It's it's a really sweet message, and it did get it me a little little smile. Got me through the day when we when we That's first That's funny. Those so quotes are so funny. Much. Like, they're really funny. I think both of those are Jess, Actually, they sound like <laughs> so
1: large. They sound like- um. Anyway, I'm really glad that we could be there with you on a really long plane ride.
0: Uh. Yeah, like I've never been on a really long plane ride, so it's nice that my voice has question mark question mark crazy yeah
1: question really mark. Fun. Thank you. Um, and yeah, we love, I love you. That. And uh, I say two
0: kisses for you. So two kisses. Yeah, I can do you one better. Three. Let's <laughs> see written. that and raise you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's read this next one. We
0: we don't have time. <laughs>
1: Okay, Who wait, am I, am I going now? Go for
0: okay. it.
1: Go for it. Yeah, dude. Sorry. Uh, okay, so this is not Anon. This is from Allah T- Terno. Uh, and then they've said, first of all, don't worry about how you'll say my URL. It's NBD. Also, thanks for your sweet comments on my blog. I don't work hard at it at all, lol. I think we like, <laughs> went on the blog and had a stalk like, on the mic. <laughs> we were like, ooh, I'm cool, cool. <laughs> Um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Okay. Don't worry about your upload schedule. If anyone complains, it's just because they don't understand how hard it is for us cast girls out in this world. <laughs> it's a wonder we can do anything for real. I wholeheartedly agree on all the boofers real comments. I know you won't cover the episode where Bobby dies, but the boofers sure is real in that one. Thank you. Loving the podcast. Mm. P.S. I debated even responding to y'all on this subject, but I will only because I think it's funny. <laughs> this was my initial thought and I don't mean anything serious by it, I swear. Jess, the only way I would raise a Swifty child is if you help me lol. Well. <laughs> so a couple Okay, things so there. you're saying that your proposal to me is a fucking joke? Absolutely not. I deserve to be loved fully. Okay.
0: I was and about to say like it's She's uh like promised to another. Yeah, you're gonna have Who's to, to stay this busy me anyway. <laughs> yeah,
1: sorry. A lot of fighting going on. Um the, I the I really wanna address to <laughs> I really wanna address them saying if anyone complains, no one has complained. Yeah, we uh-uh. just no up, you guys are great. Being, this is like surely, preemptively like, anxious. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Um, we also just recently decided that we should mention that we are shifting to a a bi-weekly schedule, which is fun. Mm -hmm. As in two times a month, Um,
1: not twice a week.
0: Not twice a (laughs) week. Can you imagine? Who do
1: we think we are? Um, I'm, like, amazed by the people that can do podcasts once a week. But I think we haven't added difficulty because our, our time... We have very little open oh, yeah. up in time yeah. to do it in. So Yeah. If we were in the same zone, we could do like two a weekend. Like yeah. you could just mm-hmm. be like, hey, this six hour block and literally be yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. If if we were in the same city even we would just record together in, in the same room. Like for example, for people who don't
1: understand, right now for me it is ten thirty PM. And then what time is it for you guys? Mm-hmm. For me it's eight thirty two a.m.
0: Yeah, and I obviously, it's 2:32 p.m. for me. So we are always there's a little scheduling website that we use, and it's really funny because it has like smiling faces to indicate how good the time might be to 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 schedule your meeting. It's always, and it's never happy for all of us. It's either really (laughs)
1: sad or it's just like a straight line. It's never smiling. It's a straight
0: line. It's like never smiling for all of us. So, you know, one of which is one of those things, but, um, Thank you guys for, for bearing with us and thank you to you especially for, for mentioning it. Boof is real. Um, we love you. Boof is real. And Boof is real. And we love you. Uh sorry about denying Jess uh Jess's hand <laughs> to you. But like But like you have to if you're gonna if I you're gonna to be like rude. be serious. It's not <laughs> enough to <laughs> like, be like,
1: oh help me raise my fifty saying. child. Like I have my own fifty children to deal with. Can you imagine if I just, like, revealed I had children on this podcast? That would be so funny. What if I was, like, episode 36 reveal? I'm a mom. I'm a mother. Anyway. Please, she has a family. Yeah. Our next question comes from... She's a from, mother. I'm a mother. <laughs> I have a family. Okay. Glee moment. Okay. Anonymous asked... Uh, In parentheses, I know my timing is maybe bad, but this question doesn't have to be answered in the Man Who Would Be King episode because it's not specific to that. And I bet the app is already going to have a lot in it. Well, joke's on you because it is in this episode. (laughs) Here it is. (laughs) You've talked about how Misha is basically just a vessel for Cass. With that in mind, how would you have felt if after his death in season seven, they'd brought Cass back but played by another actor? Let's say it's a male actor because there's no way the showrunners would have been normal about a female cast. Everything would continue Very as true. it originally did, right down to 1518, but Cass is played by someone else. Who would you cast and how well you, do you think it would have worked?
0: See, now, this is a message I wish I'd seen before, literally today, when we were, like, before (laughs) right now. Okay, well, I'll start, because I
1: did see this earlier, and I've read that a lot. Um, So, here's the thing. If they truly did recast Cast, there's no way they'd bring in another man, is the thing. Like, they would make him... They would get a female actress, and it would become a love story, and she would die in season eight. Like... I just like I just like I know this I know that like I can like peer into the universe that this happened in and I know that it happened um I feel like you have a very strong point but but a different thing that I was thinking about is that like partially the reason that we love Cass so much is because of Misha Collins portrayal of him and so like right I just don't know that like recasting him would really work like how betrayed do you feel when in just a regular (laughs) and just in like other shows when they have to they're forced to recast a character for whatever reason and you just have to like roll with it you still don't like love it you still in your mind are like well what would this have been like with the original actor you know Mm -hmm. like you're always Mm -hmm. kind of making that comparison and that's not even like that's that's something that's as seamless as it could be because nobody in universe is acknowledging it so, like, yeah. to cast a beloved character as cast, it is because Misha Collins is playing him. It's not as much as we would love to believe that cast exists, you know, outside of Supernatural and the and the environment that he was created in. I mean, he's in there and he's Misha Collins in there. So, like, I think <laughs> it there it just wouldn't have worked. And that's why
0: they never truly did it. This is so interesting to me because I read this and I had the opposite. I was like, well, any actor who really committed to like studying the way that Misha Collins did it could probably give it, um, they may come from, from, I don't know. I, maybe I don't know enough about acting, but like, you know, like talking to actors, sometimes it feels like they, there's like a specific vein that you tap into for a character. Right. And, if it's not an established character, you can come at it from different angles. But if it, there is an established character, you have to come at it from the same angle, or at least a similar enough vein that the narrative can um, explain away any differences, right? Um, uh, but I think you do have a point that I I think, especially in this episode, Misha Collins' portrayal of Cassis, uh, it's really... Um, notable i don't know how else to describe mm. it like it's it's uh distinct right it doesn't feel like he's just any actor um you know i don't know i i i do think that there are plenty of actors who who could do cast but i would prefer for them to do cast front to 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 end rather than right. popping in at some yeah, point yeah like Jess said like um, it, because if, it, if
1: if it's like recast it's, it kind of loses the meaning almost like it feels bad
0: (laughs) right and it feels kind of like to me the idea of having a different actor play him feels a little bit like having like reading a fanfic and seeing a different writer write his choices and and how he thinks about stuff which is part of what makes this episode so so compelling is because we get into his head it's really fun um but uh what do you think um okay so I think that like you said
1: It's, like, theoretically someone else could play him, but, like, I've got a side with, um, what, like, who was it in that fucking thing? Is it Jeremy Carver? He's the guy who, like, always talks about how hot he is, right? (laughs) Calls him a hottie with the body. That was Carver, right? Or my...
0: That was Carver. Yeah, so... Uh, Yeah, that was Carver. I,
1: I think that, like, he, because a lot of the character ended up being kind of molded from his performance, um... It would have been very strange to just be like, okay, now it's, like, this other guy. Um, I think especially because of when he comes back, it's, like, quite intense. Like, can you imagine, like, the scenes in Mm. Season 7 when he's, like... When he, like, remembers and all that kind of stuff, if it's a different guy? It just... Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, But I do enjoy, like, uh, the, like, female cast that we get later on. Like, I think that still has like an essence of the it's very like small performance um we don't really get like huge scenes oh yeah but I think that like that actor yeah
0: I love seeing her she was like do you know that one I think I reblogged it at some point but there was a picture of all the angels in that I think it's the 1800s right Mm. um and that actor is there she is glaring Forwards, like she's blowing things up with her mind. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Everyone else looks like chill and unaffected, and she's like, "I'm killing. I'm, I'm a soldier. It, it rules. It yeah. fucks." I really
1: can't think of like a specific actor as well. Like, I yeah. I I'm so really sorry. Hard.
0: We're go- yeah. <laughs> we we're very much I think like go girl give us nothing right now because we are all just <laughs> refusing the premise of your sorry of your question. Sorry
1: about that. I also couldn't think but, of an actor. Um, I couldn't think of a different actor.
0: Yeah, I think there are plenty of like fan costs or fan recosts, sorry, um, that that are interesting to me. Um But yeah, just but pulling that I out think... of my brain
1: right now is just not happening. Maybe if I saw like a I, list yeah, of it... actors. Killian Murphy, before he was on Peaky Blinders, they could have got him for Supernatural. Um... <laughs>
0: I don't think. Cass I'm so sorry. Not, uh, Cass has I know you have an eternal love. <laughs> 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 That's like, oh my gosh. It's so, it's so crazy to imagine Killian Murphy on Supernatural because it's like imagining Oh wait, they already did that. They had Sterling K Brown on there. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> if, if they if time. they did get Killian
1: Murphy, Destiel would be canon.
0: <laughs> Yeah, he'd kill he he'd walk in there and and blow the whole business up. I believe it. Um all right. Next question. I think it's my turn. <clears throat> this podcast is a great distraction from evil oh, sorry, and nonsense. This podcast is a great distraction from evil chores like washing dishes and then in parentheses sensory nightmare. Real. So true. Um I was grinning so hard when you were all talking about how over it is for cats <laughs> and it is so over. I mean, it's
1: so fucking over. <laughs> it's never been more over. <laughs>
0: It's never been war Anyway and then they say in honor of the man who would be king what is everyone's favorite cast betrayal or even just a favorite moment of him actively defying Simon Dean's wishes. I love when the free will angel goes against orders and non I'm kissing you softly and passionately on the lips right now. Like you get it. You get me. Thank you dude. Um, but yeah like Let's hear it. Let's hear it from, from the crowd. Is anyone Let's the hear it from the girls.
1: What do you guys think? <laughs> Absolutely, I do. Go. Go for it. Gotta be when he uh, first <laughs> is trying to get Kelly to abort Jack. Uh, and then when he's like, actually, Jack showed me the future and I love him and I'm going to be his dad now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course. I don't know why I he's didn't predict so this alien. one.
1: <laughs> Shit.
0: It was really cool. He was like, "No, I actually I changed my mind. I can't say it. I'm sorry." You said first. Is there something else that you wanted Uh, to mention? No,
1: I think I just. I think it's like that two parter
0: of like. Oh, first is in gold
1: medal quest, and then, Uh and then the pro life, and then turning into a pro life quest. He literally came into Dean's room (sighs) and he played him like. Stunning. (laughs) Thank i God. think i agree i can't think of another one off the top of my head that is like as iconic Ugh. um especially in terms of like late seasons casts like uh...
0: i'm g- I'm gonna say something and you guys are gonna be so what oh me. what what Se- season eight S- season what eight? about it Se- season
1: eight those are um, his choices uh that's so the thing. The We're going to the next um, question. I can't even listen to this. They lobotomized <laughs> my not, boy. Yeah, so you don't have like, an actual,
0: there's not an actual example from it. it. Please, please, please bear with me. Um, I was going to say t- towards the end when he is, um, he's like, oh, I have to fix everything. And then he's just making worse choices with less information. I think it's really funny, but I don't think it's my favorite <laughs> one. Um, oh. <laughs> Sorry, I I have a disease. I can't not mention it when I have the slightest opportunity. I thought of another one
1: that is juicy. Please go for
0: it. Go for it.
1: Like when he, it's not really that he betrays, but he's definitely going against the status quo when he uh, like lets Lucifer in. And, and that's kind of like behind the boy's back. and
0: Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, Dean's like he, he would never gonna, like, much like this episode. Thing. Yeah. 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 Actually, I do think that this episode is probably one of my favorite examples mm. of Cass betrayal. Because, you know, it's the first one. And then he, he goes big, you know? Yeah. Um, he does not play. <laughs> this is a Great good question, question, by the way. I would love Anon, Anon, write us back. What's mm. your favorite one? Um, we'd love to hear. Anyway, um, Ella, next one, please. Um. Okay, this is
1: not the last one. Sorry. We have so many today. Mm-hmm. Okay, Anon says, usually when I send y- your ass, they end up being excessively long and rambling. And then, brackets, apologies. Do not apologize. Mm-hmm. You've never done anything no. wrong. Um. Okay, but I think... No. Oh, no. But I'm going to show restraint this time and just say I'm both excited and nervous for your coverage of the man who would be king That episode drives me crazy. Anytime I see images of Cass (laughs) smiling at Dean during the Superman conversation, it genuinely makes me feel sick. (laughs) He's been found out and he doesn't even know it. Ah!
0: (laughs) Brother, you don't even know how bad it is.
1: (laughs) Anyways, love you and thank you for your service. Anon. You're in the room with us, as you know. We're all in the studio, you and you're it. here with us. Um, we have in our group chat Discord been like going mad um, it's, individually it's a bit bad. and then kind of spewing at each other the last few days. Um, that is the exact energy, have- So I'm glad that you're also with us in that.
0: We've had individual crises, both of the personal life matter and. Uh, matter of the personal life nature and also just like <laughs> yesterday I was just like talking just to about Elsa episode. On, a,
1: on a call we weren't talking about the episode because we tried to like not do that
0: we were saving it Ella Ella's always like you should save it no it's not being recorded you keep that in right <laughs> but now. I like was like
1: oh I'm just gonna go on the like tag on Tumblr and I literally started crying looking at <laughs> the images <laughs> the tag on Tumblr literally made <laughs> like her stomach hurt like it's this episode is very <laughs> very crazy.
0: It's I'm bad. Gonna try again um, to bad about in seasons. here. Okay, I, but,
1: yeah. Um, thank you for your service. Hey, you thank you. Like, yes. Who Nine more seasons of Supernatural. Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> Nine more seasons. <laughs> um. Okay. The okay. next question. I don't know if you guys have read this, but I wonder if we maybe want to wait to do this for our next episode. While well, it does relate to the man who would be king. This one might might need some more thought put into it because it just came in this morning. If you could choose a song to feature in the episode, what would it be, and where would you use it? And I just think that like I I can't I I can't right now like I can't think about this right now.
0: (laughs) Yes, let's let's
1: (laughs) do this next week when we like are a bit more normal. Well, like when I've had time to like remember songs and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, sure. There's are plenty of songs in this world and I need to exactly. think before I can, I need to go through playlists and I need to, I need to spend a week listening. I think there's definitely a few
1: on my playlist that I specifically put on there with like Cass in mind. So actually, oh I just God, thought of one, I, but a little teaser. I also is thought of it one. It's Turned to Hate by uh, Orville Peck. Not out at the time that this episode <laughs> came out, obviously, oh. but we're going to do a little <laughs> fiction. Oh no. Fiction. Don't That's let fine. my sorrow turn to hate, you know what I mean? Anyway.
0: I'm oh like So. Wait. I have one as well, actually. Um, Keep it in. Save it. it. Save, it's, it. Okay. Oh, save it. Okay. Save it. It's, save it. It's, save it. Save it. I'm saving it. I'm saving it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Let's um, go. This is, that was the mailbag, and we are covering season six, episode 20, The Man Who Became, written and directed by oh. Ben Edlund, originally aired on May 6th. 2011, let's go! <laughs> you cut out for a second
1: there, but then I, I realized that you were just reading. Have you the seen details. that? You know, the thing with the, ten- the angry tennis ball that's like, let's go!
0: <laughs> I don't think I've seen it, but I'm looking it up right now. I'm Googling angry tennis ball. Let's go! Let's go! go. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I just opened the I'm transcript. not seeing I'm it, sick, but I'm seeing I'm sick. Okay. Let's fucking go bowl. The let's fucking go bowl. <laughs> no, you're mean. <laughs> Says <laughs> does not want to show it to me. Oh my internet. Oh, I see it. It is the yeah. it's the guy. Okay. Wow. Okay, I've not seen this guy before. Okay, let's go. Friends, Romans, <laughs> cast girls.
1: Lend me your ears. Lend. Brother, brother. Brother, if you don't, don't those of my ears ears. are in here. Um, So the cast count for this episode is 37 minutes and 37 seconds with a little asterisk and caveat that this was really fucking hard to get a cast count for because he's kind of like in every scene. Uh, So yeah, it was Mm -hmm. like, it was toughies. Okay. It was really toughies on me. Good job. Thank you for doing that. Fantastic. You're so Thank welcome. you for doing it. Um, and now I'm going to read my <laughs> recap, and I would ask that you please not interrupt. If you feel that I've forgotten something, yes, it's ma'am. totally fine, because we're going to talk about every scene in depth as we go through our discussions, as we always do. So please just let me read this, okay?
0: Okay, okay. Sorry. Yes, I'll shut up. I Thank promise. You.
1: Thank you, friends, Romans, and countrymen. And now that I have your ears, let's begin... The cast cast coverage of the man who would be king we open on Cass <laughs> talking to we don't know who we get a great montage of shots as Cass explains that he's been here for a very long time and he wants to tell us everything and this is very reminiscent of chuck's voiceover from the season five finale mm. um And then he looks directly into the camera when he says, let me tell you everything, which is like (laughs) crazy. (laughs) Um, So he goes, he pops in on Dean and the Impala. Their chemistry is bonkers. It is a weird vibe in the car. Um, And they're basically just, they're both trying to like suss out each other, like what does who knows what in this car. Um, And then Cass goes to see, and Dean says, you'll call if you get into real trouble. And Cass gives him a heartbroken look because it's much much too late for this um and then Cass goes to Crowley and we see their dynamic working together and Crowley's so pissed at him because the Winchesters are fucking up their whole plan and Cass can't not fuck around with the Winchesters but he's also committed to this plan and Crowley's like you need to get your shit figured out um in Cass's voiceover he's full of regret he sees all of his actions as ruled by pride and hubris there's a lot of would have could have should have energy in this voiceover um and he <laughs> realizes as we flash back to when he had that conversation with sam at the beginning of the season and he's like this is where i should have known that it was fucked but he didn't know <laughs> and he really should have realized how badly he misstepped just there with Crowley, Crowley screaming at him and insisting that they cannot underestimate Sam and Dean as all of the other big bad villains have done throughout the course of the six six seasons of this show. Um, and then we go to the humans at Bobby's house, and they're interrogating a demon, trying to find Crowley, because they know that Crowley's alive. They're investigating without Cass's knowledge, um, because Cass is insisting that he really did kill Crowley. So it's a big mess, okay? <laughs> um, and Dean is adamant that Cass would never betray them. And he hates what they're doing. He hates that they're spying on him. Cass is their friend. And Cass is actually listening into this conversation. And he hears Dean call him Superman. He hears Dean say that it's like Superman going to the dark side. Actually, I think Bobby says that. Bobby, yeah. Yeah. And so the demon gives up the name Ellsworth. This is a demon that they're going to go find. And asterisk, fun fact, Ellsworth is Jim Beaver's name on Deadwood. So that's cute. Oh, okay. Um, So Cass gets to Ellsworth first. And Ellsworth is this demon who's like the demon equivalent of Bobby, which has never been alluded to before and will never be alluded to afterward. He's literally just for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Um, And so Cass gets there first, kills Ellsworth because he justifies it by saying that if the boys find them, that will lead the boys to Crowley and then Crowley will kill the boys. And he can't let that happen. At least that's what he's explaining. That's how he's justifying himself. Um, but he kills him incredibly ethically, yeah. and it fucking rules. Um, <laughs> and so there's a flashback to heaven right after Cass had died and been resurrected where he's trying to explain to the angels how to be free and they don't understand it. um, so back at Ellsworth's house, Cass. Oh wait, I have this Superman thing twice. Sorry about that. This is where they call him <laughs> It should Superman. be said twice. I think that's fine. Sorry. <laughs> this is when Cass overhears him. So they, the boys are investigating Ellsworth's house. It's completely clean. And um, they're like, this is so strange. Um, and then Two demons burst in on them there. Cass, show, he originally doesn't answer their prayers to see him. These demons bust in. Cass comes in. Again, murders two more demons incredibly epically. And at the same time, he comes clean to the boys. He's comes clean, quotations. He explains that he now believes that Crowley is fully alive. And the boys are like, shit, we're like, sorry that we doubted you. Like, we totally trust you now. And then... um, Cass is like, this is incredible. And then we flash back to heaven. Cass confronts Raphael. Raphael kicks him into next week and explains it like he's gonna end the world for real this time. Um, and then we see how Cass got into bed with Crowley. So basically, the whole purgatory mm-hmm. plan is Crowley's idea, which is very crazy, and we'll get into it later. Mm. Um, but insane. they're gonna they're gonna harness the souls from purgatory and use the power to become the new god and the new devil. So then, in real time at Ellsworth's house, the boys are asking Cass to come. In that original conversation, after Cat, the boys said they trust Cass again. Cass is like, "It's so silly that you wouldn't trust me in the first place. That would be like Superman going to the dark side, scream, die,
0: scream, die, throw up." So
1: then. They trap. Later that night, they ask Cass to come to Ellsworth's house. He shows up. They trap him in holy fire. And they're like, it's over. (laughs) It's so over. (laughs) A lot goes on in this conversation, but essentially the truth comes out. They know that he's working with Crowley. Cass reveals that he was the one who saved Sam from hell. Sam is like, did you bring me back soulless on purpose? And Cass is like, absolutely not but they really don't trust him at this point and it's very sad essentially it comes down to this Dina has been betrayed Cass can't abandon the plan that he set in motion the demons come and the boys run and that's the end of that conversation crowley is one of the demons that showed mm-hmm. up to chase the boys away Cass is sick of him at this point. He's realized that he's had the literal (laughs) devil whispering in his ear this whole time. And he's like, get out of my sight. And Crowley's like, you need to figure out what you're doing. You need to figure out who you are and you need to figure out where your boundaries are because you cannot keep being one foot in both worlds. Okay. And then Cass shows up at Bobby's house where Dean is sleeping and they have one of my favorite arguments in the whole show.
0: Oh my God. Um,
1: this is where Sorry. it okay. was Same. bad when they confronted him in the Holy Fire, obviously, but this is where it truly breaks. Okay. This is where it's over. And I'm not saying that in the meme way. I'm mm-hmm. saying like, it's really done at this point. Dean can't mm-hmm. get Cass to understand him. Cass can't get Dean on his side. Dean says, Essentially, I'll kill you if I have to. And Cass is like, you can't. Dean thinks that he can. You're just a man. I'm an angel is the end of that conversation. And it is (laughs) heartbreaking. And then back at the park from the beginning of the episode, Cass sums up, this is a tragedy. And he's asking God if he's doing the right thing. He needs a sign. And if he doesn't get a sign, he's just going to continue doing what he's doing. He'll do what he must. In. Okay. Uh, okay I apologize for getting a little garbled okay. in the middle of this happened when I was like trying to write out my recap I didn't it's very difficult because it keeps flashing back between heaven and Bobby's house and heaven and You're sp- fine. Yeah. I house. like hey listen but I think I, I, think hey, I got listen. it all in...
0: there in the end you, you did y- you got it all and also in the immortal words of um, Ben Edlund when someone was interviewing him for the promo of this show or this episode, Um, I think they were like, Oh, what's the deal with this one? And he's like, it's cast centric. So it's a little bit, um, the timeline is a little jumbled. It's uh, cause Cass is kind of a dreamy cat. Um, and she's kind (laughs) of like disconnected from, and I was like obsessed with that phrasing. Um, and so I think you're good. You're I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, you're welcome. What an episode.
1: And to everyone listening, Please. I I am assuming that you're not watching along with us because that would be crazy considering how inconsistent our episode output is <laughs> and everything like that. But you should really go, you should really watch this episode again because it is really stunning. It's like, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to be like, oh, it transcends the form because I think what it actually does is like epitomizes how much you can do with like the week to week procedural and, like, taking the materials that you have and making something so beautiful with it. Like, this episode is 100%. really, a st- like, stunning. Stunning. Yeah. I love it so much. And it's, yeah. like, it's so creative, too, which is, like, something that we <laughs> lament as Supernatural goes on. It becomes less creative uh, and interested in, yeah. like, pushing boundaries and stuff like that. And I think this is, this is to me, this is, like, the, the pinnacle of that yeah, same.
0: Right. It's the format's broken, right? Because this is not the boys' episode. This is Cass's. And he doesn't live in their patterns. So like it I mean it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, you're right. I, it, it truly it, is. It
1: like doesn't it like it matches Cass. It's like, oh, this is from Cass's POV. And also it's really from his right. POV. Like it's not following the structure yeah. we usually do. Yeah.
0: And also he um Tore up the pages and ripped up the script. Oh. Oh,
1: I feel sick. Um, so do you guys want to just talk about this episode more broadly before we start breaking it down? Um Yeah. There's a lot of like epic lines yeah. in this that I didn't want to put in the recap too. So like oh just listeners don't Good call. panic. Stay because calm. We will get to that. We
0: we would not we won't abandon you like that. Don't don't even <laughs> hey listen. Who here doesn't love a line? Okay? Nobody. The ideal We're way enjoyers. to probably
1: recap this episode would be, like, to watch it. us playing it <laughs> Live and then, stream. like, pausing us it play- and being like, did you see that? And then just, like, doing that every, like, 30 seconds.
0: I think it would take, like, four hours mm-hmm. because we would be, like, doing a podcast. The same- I was thinking, oh, guys, would, would it be hilarious if we did an audio commentary track for this? And I was like, we could not possibly get through everything we wanted to say <laughs> in the time it takes watch the episode
1: screaming and crying and throwing up like I don't know about you guys but it's like I I I literally I took like barely any notes because I'm just so into this episode it's so
0: well done there's
1: not a minute that is boring
0: I took lots of notes but I did watch it twice yeah I watched it twice and I took some notes I didn't take I don't think I took enough but I I think I I got the core of the things that I want to talk about and usually I don't take a lot of notes because I trust you guys and I don't want to like it's, I don't enjoy spearheading episodes <laughs> <laughs> because you guys usually have really interesting inputs. And so for me, I feel like my role is the the one of the slacker in the group project who oh. is just there to, yeah, to be the hype man, I'll well, even more
1: and tell you that sometimes I don't take any notes at all. And then when we're doing the, the record, I oh, just look at the transcript. Babe,
0: same. Can I, <laughs> can I tell you a secret? And I know I'm telling it to the listeners now too. I'd like to hear it. For the last episode. For the last episode, I was late and confused, and I didn't have my timeline right, and I didn't realize we were recording exactly when we were recording, and so <clears throat> didn't watch the full episode.
1: That's okay. There have been episodes that yeah. I haven't watched. I've confessed, though, that this is, yeah. like, early in the cast, but yeah. Anyway, let's talk about this episode. That's none of that's ever happened to me. Every episode, I know, but that's because you love Supernatural. Is the
0: thing you (laughs) go crazy about this thing? Like you're really you're 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 the the core of um of our academic research. You're absolutely the most. I didn't like listeners.
1: Everybody, give Ella a gold medal and a A round of applause, please. like a Medal of Honor, because she's the one who like really, yeah, really valor. loves Supernatural, and she brings a lot of the she academic the rigor to this operation.
0: Yeah, I agree. As much
1: as you're I complimenting the, me, the sentence, she really loves Supernatural. Just doesn't feel like a compliment. <laughs> but you, but you do. You do really love it.
0: There's no lying uh, here. It's only truths. Okay. Well, we we said we would talk about this episode broadly. What do you guys think is the most impactful um, realization or part or even just like line of no, this episode for No, that's too specific. We have to do that like later.
1: That we, is, like, Yeah, we have at to. At the end? Yeah, let's get into I was thinking more like talking about the general like reception of this episode and stuff. Well, not reception. This is my question to you guys. This yes. is now probably like okay. you've seen this episode multiple times at this point. Um, is there anything that struck <laughs> no you this time that occurred to you that is different or like your, maybe opinions have changed because of the way that we've been watching the show or anything like that? Like what we, what's your take on it? I don't really care what other people said about it. I want to know what you guys are thinking.
0: That's a really good question. I have a, I have one that, that stood out to me that I didn't realize, uh, mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Um, a big theme of this episode is everyone, and it feels so stupid To even like only realize this now, but I was so focused on Cass's relationships with everyone else, like his relationships with Crowley and with the angels and with Raphael and with, um, Bobby, Sam and Dean, um, and Dean in, in, um, particular because of how much emphasis the show puts on it. Mm -hmm. Um, that I didn't realize that a major question that this episode is constantly asking of Cass is who are you? Mm -hmm. Um, Right. Like it's that's the central theme, I actually think. Um, and what are you willing to do? Right. The question that Crowley asks him at the end, like um, over and over, he calls himself an angel. And that's the only descriptor he gives himself. Uh, people are like, be a leader. People tell him he's the new God. A lot of these are coming from Crowley, which is interesting, because I think Crowley is corralling him into his face the way a good businessman does where he can get him to to, to work essentially for his purposes mm. um and so he's he's obviously manipulating him but he's tossing out all these I- different ideas about what they could be uh, and what gas could be um he's calling him God's favorite he's he's putting all these for things forward to him and uh, even Dean is saying like, but I could take you down, and the um, cast is like, "Well, you won't, because I'm an angel." And he reaffirms this so many times. But I think that that identity he also undermines by telling everyone that like um, teaching or sorry, explaining freedom to, to explaining freedom to angels is like teaching poetry to fish. Mm-hmm. But is it though? Is it? Is it though? Because he took to it pretty naturally. And is it that thing that has always separated him from everyone um, he's ever known? The crack in his chassis or what is it? What is it that makes him different? Um, and I, th- I think it really just like hit me on the head, like a bell ringing out this episode uh, or this rewatch, especially this, this morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just uh, and I and I wonder about that. And I think it's it's really fun to have that on like I'm so glad that they did this because they didn't know that the cast castle was gonna exist, but like <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it was made for us. I was literally, like, Yay, thank you. Literally. Yeah. How
1: about you, Ella? Um, I, I I don't know if this is something that like I haven't noticed before, but I really did notice at this time is just like you touched on earlier just how differently Dean is used compared to Bobby and Sam. Like how a lot of the, a lot of the lines that come from Dean are like me. It's like very personal. And then Dean and Sam, it's like us. And it's just this thing. Mm. It kind of happens a few different times where the show is just like, I don't know. It's like, (laughs) like you said at the start, maybe we should just start talking about the episode, but like (laughs) scene (laughs) in the car, why Why did they have to have so that much chemistry crazy. like there's literally a bit that's like eye contact back eye contact, back eye contact. i hate it's watching like... people drive on tv because they're always fucking looking at the passenger and i'm like you're gonna get
0: <laughs> i know this is the one this is the one i was like i i i can never stop thinking it i was like you guys are gonna crash you're gonna die. crash your damn but car like this is your damn car that you care about so much But this was the one episode where it was like, I don't give a shit. I, I like looked at it and it was like, perfect. Nah, don't change a thing. I love it here. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Um, I will say for me, this watch, what really stuck out to me is how much Crowley is like the devil on Cass's shoulder. And he plays Cass like a fiddle too. Like he appeals to his pride and like builds him up. Like it's, if... I, this is obviously the point of the episode, but it's like if Ka- if Crowley hadn't come to Cass, like who knows what might have happened because Cass didn't. This was not Cass's idea at all. This was Crowley's idea. Um, yeah, well, mm. it, it seems like Cass would have just uh, given up to Raphael and yeah. just like, because he says, like, I'm just gonna. It's either, what does he say? It's like. Submit or die. Uh, submit or die. Submit or yeah. die. I'm also pretty sympathetic to Dean in this as well like um, yeah ultimately I'm on Cass's side but this episode <laughs> is written so well in showing how inevitable it all is like I really have sympathy for mm. both of them there in impossible situations and they were both like mm. Cass was doing the best that he could do and it's really not his fault that like well like if he had gotten Dean involved earlier, it's not like Dean could have meaningfully changed this in any way. But Dean wants to be involved because he doesn't, like... Because he, like, has like believes that whatever he does is, like, more righteous and justified. You know what I mean? So it's, like... Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's incredibly painful to watch. I think also it's, like, he... He, it's not that like he thinks that they could have solved it if they were involved mm. it's that like that's how they've won in the past is mm. working together and so that's yeah it's like that's why he doesn't understand but obviously yeah from Cass's perspective it's very different um, yeah yeah i wanted to mention the funny fact that like this episode i'm pretty sure was voted like the fan favorite in that tumble poll someone did recently and obviously. <laughs> i think that holds up obviously um, yeah. I, I, I can't deservedly. I can't think of another one that says flawless. Like, even 401, we really loved that episode when we talked about it. And, but I think, you know, we still had something in our salt mines for that episode. And I don't think I'm going to have anything for this one. <laughs> I do not have a salt mine. Oh, I got also one. what <laughs> struck me when I was watching this too, which I haven't noticed before, is how much Crowley is like, we are dating <laughs> and you're cheating on me with the Winchester <laughs> Oh, yeah.
0: He, oh my God. Can I, okay. Before we, I just want to mention something probably has been spying on Cass. Um, And it's, I don't know if it's just me. Like I, this is like a, is is this I am a conspiracy theorist moment? Mm -hmm. Maybe. But he makes a reference to, um, where did I write it? Um, He makes a reference to Cass being, because he's God's favorite, does it not occur to him that he, maybe he should be the new sheriff Mm -hmm. upstairs. Um, And that's what Dean said to him in the car at the end of season five Mm. when he he was like, what are you going to do? And he's like, well, it's going to be anarchy uh, in heaven. I'm going to go back. Um, And then Dean's like, what, you're going to be the new sheriff, Um, new sheriff in town or something like that. Mm. And I was like, that's a very specific word choice. And I don't know if it's by accident or not, but I love to feel like Crowley is just like, because he's so manipulative, that's his whole thing. He is in fact, um, he's doing his research he's buying mm. very very hard anyway that's just something that struck me um but yeah talk about Crowley and his whole no more night was with the boys thing. it's just like Please. it's so much and I'm like
1: goddamn goddamn and I guys I, I love Crowley yeah. Mark Shepard
0: he really brings I love it. you man yeah.
1: like you're so good at this
0: yeah. <laughs> many people came to work this week yeah I would like to say many, many people: Jim Beaver, uh, Mark Shepard, um, Jensen Penecki. Ackles, even Jared. Yeah, is and like was crying. Misha and even Jared Pilecki yeah. came to work this week, and I was, I was like, "All right, it's Hey, good. cheers this to you guys, is, man. It was alluded um, before
1: to like some of the behind-the-scenes, like uh, stuff of like Ben Edlin talking about the episode and that. Um, one of the things that I don't know if it was like a Mark Shepard in. Interview. I can't remember exactly, but some, they were talking about how like when a director is also the writer, how that like really helps oh, yeah. the like episode work like on set because it's like that they makes can sense. so directly talk about the script. Um, yeah. And that is really interesting because it, it doesn't happen often on Supernatural. Um, And Mm-mm. this is only Ben Edlin's second ever directing gig. We, me and Jess <laughs> talked about his first TV directing Wait. gig. He did this great. Is a it's his second. Like, ever. <laughs> um. Now I'm remembering, I think it was an interview with him, and he specifically it's even called so out, bad. like, Jensen helping him and stuff, because he directed more <laughs> at that point, I think. Or at least had directed Supernatural more. Yeah, like, if you go on his IMDb, it's... He's only directed... I'm reeling. He's directed two episodes of Supernatural. Um... The other one that he's directed is in season seven. Uh, reading is fundamental, and but yeah, and then the only other episode before that is an episode of Angel, which we have covered in the feed. If you were like, I'll listen to this. You want to look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. episode? It's fun. Um, dude. Fucking crazy stuff. It's I, Jesus. Um, okay. I <sighs> think we should so talk we should about. We should go. Pastor's prayer. Yeah. At we the should get into it. Um. Yes because yes it's I was like because we had just recent like recently however many months ago watched uh the one where Chuck is narrating and it's like talking about the Impala and then now it's like Cass is narrating and you also get like the like archival footage like cut in with it Mm. um Mm -hmm. I just really appreciate that and I like the it's not a direct parallel because Chuck is just like narrating the boy's story, whereas Cass is like explaining his own actions. But still, I like. I love that. I love like the. That... Oops! Fuck! Hang on.
0: Okay. Hang on.
1: Are you still there? <laughs> yes. Okay. God, that was scary.
0: Were you respecting you. Okay. What happened? Um,
1: I'm I'm using Discord is on my recording? phone. And, yeah. Instead of using Discord on my computer so that my computer's fans won't come on and be like mosquito wine on the recording. But okay. I dropped my phone. So that's what happened.
0: Um, <laughs> oh here we are. <laughs> Everything's so fine. upset. I was just was, really scared I to I, nice. I like
1: dropped you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but what were you yeah. saying? It was really good. Um, yeah. What was I saying? Anyway, I just like love like the using the archival footage and like finally you're hearing cast like just, like, just get the chance to, like, explain himself directly mm-hmm. to us, the reader. He's not trying to, like, us, the reader. To us, the viewer. Um, mm-hmm. And then just, like, looking directly into the camera and saying, like, let me tell you everything. Uh, incredible. I love, like, a judicious fourth wall break. You know what I mean? I think a lot of oh, things. yeah. Like, since Fleabag, everybody's trying to look into the camera and explain shit to me. And I don't always want that. But, like... Mm -hmm. this is like it works so well and it's just so gorgeous and i love hearing Cass like take his time to explain something and you know talking Mm -hmm. about cain and abel and sodom and gomorrah and the tower of babel and everything it's just like wow gorgeous gorgina it's it really (laughs) fleshes out as well like his backstory even like we've oh, definitely yeah. talked about it before kind of like oh you know he's been around forever but this is really like himself talking yeah. about that um crazy the fish is that That's are we up
0: to the fish we're up to this is where yeah the fish is pretty early in the episode don't step yeah. on that fish cast, we're in are. the teaser yeah, here's the thing. The Can I say line. something?
1: Online, people are like, yeah. "Well, Cassiel hates fish. He was gonna step on the fish. He was not gonna fucking step on the fish." Can everybody shut the fuck up? My man would not do that. <laughs> Free my man. He would not do that. Okay, he would not do. It that. was just some busybody being like showing off that he knew. Because I'm assuming it's Gabriel, because that seems to be like does. the accepted knowledge. But like. It's just like the person who said that showing off that they knew that like there was plans for the fish. It had nothing to do with Cass and what Cass was up to. So stop fucking telling me that Cass was going to step on the fish because he wasn't. I like the sentiment behind when like we're all having a really bad day and it's like, he should have stepped on the fish. Yeah. <laughs> step on that fish. It's fun for that.
0: Step on that fish, Castiel. <laughs> it's not worth it for that fish. Um, I... Yeah, I, um, honestly, the prayer at the start is so good, but the prayer at the end it is just, it rips me to pieces. Oh, um, it's so fascinating as well, where like at the
1: start, he because he looks to the camera, we're like, oh, he's talking to us. He's telling us. And then at the end, it's like, no, he's not talking to you. He's talking to God.
0: But the fact that it's both, the fact that it's both, guys, like in the yeah. context of this show, like... The audience is not God, but in the meta narrative, they kind of are, but they aren't. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, there are so like, many times when there's been like, quote unquote, if you want to call it divine intervention, fan intervention, where people were boycotting shows and uh, boycotting the show because cast wasn't on it. Like people were rioting and throwing. <laughs> they were making problems on purpose because of uh, various things they weren't happy with in the show. And, so it, it does feel like there is an undue influence on, on the audience side. And it's nice to have that be um, something you can tie it to. Like there's a little hook. You also can put like it on.
1: textually, like he he's praying to God and textually yeah. it's like, this is a show that Chuck is making in yes, a way. Yes, and watching. Like, yeah. It, you know, there's the ghost phases effect. There's everything oh tied God. into that. Like there's layers to this. <laughs> it's, um, upsetting. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just Let's just all take a breath. Just... <laughs> Can you guys just picture like Chuck just being like not answering his prayer and just being. Like, I think Chuck is like. <laughs> to me, Chuck is like. Well, I'm interested to see what happens here. Like. Yeah. He wants to see and that's also, all he like, ever does. I will say what occurred to me when I was watching this part is like. Essentially, Cass is facing the same issue that the show is facing, which is like, okay, last season we stopped the apocalypse, like, now what? Um, so mm-hmm. when Cass is talking about, yeah. like, the, I remember the most remarkable event, and he talks about um, stopping the apocalypse, and he says, we ripped up the ending and the rules and destiny, leaving nothing but freedom and choice, which is all well and good, except well, what if I've made the wrong choice? And, like, basically it's, like, okay, so we ripped up the ending and now, like, life goes on. Like, what happens now? Mm. Um, And obviously, like, we're in yet another, like, big world-ending, you know, event and stuff like that. But I do think it's interesting to kind of, like, put that directly into the show of, like, we we did the biggest thing of all and now, like, our show is still on the air. Like, what are we going to do now? And that's how we ended up here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's It's also so interesting in terms of, uh, like you said, it's such like a big problem, but the episode does not skimp on like interpersonal drama at the same time. Mm -mm. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like. (laughs) No, they do not. (laughs) It doesn't feel like kind of just like they have weird little conversations just so that, you know, broader things can happen. It's very personal. Like it's crazy. How many times I say crazy during this? I think it it's fine. So. It really is. Let you, let you
0: say it. I, um, okay. So the driving scene, okay. Are we gonna, are we gonna talk about the driving scene? Because I do think we need to talk about the driving scene. Cause I'm fucking crazy in here.
1: It's like, it's so um, awkward. And I think that's because it has no background music. Like it is awkward at the beginning. And then they kind of like, when Dean is like, you'll tell me, right. If you get into real trouble, Oh and the, the look that Cass gives him is oh my God. so heartbroken. It's like, oh boy, oh boy. Like, way too little, way too late. Like, he was, you up. were raking leaves when he was getting himself into trouble. Like,
0: Jesus. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's the, uh, Dean's crucial problem with this whole thing is that Cass didn't come to him. Mm-hmm. But Cass didn't come to him because he was doing what Dean always does, which is making what he feels is the good choice for everyone else, right? Doing making the sacrifice for someone else. And that's and it. Now, that's
1: there it is. That's where there it everything is. comes from. And now it's like two people trying to act in each other's best interest and oh, making all the wrong Everything I did choices. for you.
0: Everything I did for you that she didn't ask for. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I sometimes see things. <laughs> and oh, then I'm like, so oh, good. yeah, that resonates. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, it's, it's just like, here's the thing. Like, Dean is sitting there feeling like absolute shit. He's feeling like the worst of the worst because he's lying to Cass. And Cass is sitting there feeling like the worst of the worst because Dean believes him. <laughs> like he's also lying to cats, and, or sorry, also lying to Dean, and it's just like, well, guys, how about you just talk it out? Like I don't know.
1: <laughs> One good movie conversation like a while ago, and this would have all been sorted. But instead, we're here.
0: Yeah, well. I kind of I like it here. I think uh, things I should be like worse it here. more often.
1: I, I, yeah, I like when they're both and and they're both lying, and it's so fun, especially because we haven't really seen them be like on different pages for a while. Like, yeah, like obviously, like Cass has had this all going on, but they are both really like coming out this conversation from like a really manipulative mm. kind of mindset. Oof, so good. It
0: sucks.
1: I love it. Okay. It's so um, good. Like this conflict is so good because they're both right. Like and yeah. that's yeah. and there it, and there it is. And there it is. It's like reminiscent <laughs> of of um Sam drinking blood. Drinking demon yeah. blood. Like yeah. it's like Yeah. You might wish this had been done differently, but like he is like he's like this is this is fine. <laughs> um, yeah, like like he's trying to save the day, like, and that's what the goal is, right? Like, yeah, with all all of them, that's the
0: goal. That's Maybe always the goal. Things, it's Your Sarah. call, right? I think Ugh. the the oh. hero complex in the show is so bad; it's so evil. Like, it really it breaks everything every time they want to, um. Every time they want to fix something, the hero complex gets in the way. Like Alright. Anyway, sorry. I we we can talk about this at another time. But that's just a straight thought I had. <laughs> this
1: episode is just so rich. Like every <clears throat> line you could go on like a twenty minute tangent about the implications, <laughs> this is what I'm the rammies, the f The fucking audio track Ramis. Idea would not worth. <laughs> <laughs> like listeners I really can't stress enough how much you should watch this episode and if you're not going to do that you should at least read the transcript on the supernatural wiki just because it's like this is a rich text and you should get to enjoy this as much as we are enjoying it like for sure it's so good it's it's so good yeah
0: dude
1: especially like at a time where like the even the fandom was kind of like whoa what's going on in season six and you know like the people making the show barely knew if they were gonna get another season like to pull this episode out at this point is just like, like
0: at, at the end he's like no worries i arrived here's your episode like what god oh my gosh okay okay it's
1: fine all right it's totally fine so- and i'm fine, fine with everything i don't feel fine it's, it's totally fine I don't feel fine. I also, like, love how... Because, like, one of my, like, understandings of Cass is that he's, like, fundamentally kind of a sad character. Like, he himself is sad, not, like, I'm... An emotion that he feels very frequently is sadness and regret. And, like, it all, like, Mm -hmm. it all starts here. Like, I think I've said this before on on the podcast, but, like, the things that Cass deals with throughout the whole show is like self doubt and like Mm. not being sure. And like for the next couple of seasons after this, he's going to deal with like trying to make this truly monumental misstep. Right. Um, And Mm. like getting to hear that from Cass's voice and like hearing all the regret, hearing like how you get to see Crowley playing on his pride and his hubris even. And mm-hmm. then hearing Cass like talk about that and he knows like it's only been a few months or like maybe a year since this like began, but he already knows that he's fucked and he's like mm-hmm. already regrets it from just this voiceover is like, that's like my, that's, I love that. It's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said like it really shapes his characterization for the rest of the show like mm-hmm. oh yeah even Giant in influence. the other kind of portrayals that we talked about in the intro uh this is really even in those moments he he's really kind of actively like um he's really like well I know this is gonna make Dean and Sam annoyed but I'm gonna do it anyway like it's, I'm doing it's it. It kind of yeah it's yeah <laughs> It just really like he's like his self worth is so tied into like what
0: these people think of him. Alright, yeah. But he's such a this must be done motherfucker. Like he is yeah. such a and so he lets himself get pinned into so many corners because he's like, if not me, then who, you know? Like right. it's it's
1: yeah.
0: Well, like I don't know if you guys saw the there's like
1: that quote oh, yeah. from the woman who wrote Animorphs who was like being ruthless <laughs> no. is like seeing a way to achieve um, your ends and not caring what anything else, not caring about anything else. It's yeah. Just like seeing the solution, seeing like, I yeah. think it's something like the bright, clear line from where you are to where you need yeah. to be. And like that's, doing yeah. that no matter what. And that's like what Cass is like. He like the whole thing about Eve that is purely a side effect of his goal of getting purgatory. Like, Eve is not the big bad of this season. She is to the boys. But for Cass, Eve is an unfortunate and annoying yeah. side effect. Yeah. And, like, yeah. the th- he just, like, won't let himself be deterred because he sees a way to stop Raphael. And that's what he's going to do. And he's not wrong. Like, what else could they possibly do This to is stop the Ra- thing. How- this is the yeah,
0: thing. Like, th- there's no other avenue. It's what I keep saying. We keep coming back to the the problem at hand. Is like,
1: Kat, like Raphael he wants wrong, though.
0: Is he wrong? Armageddon's back
1: <laughs> on. He wants the world ended. Like,
0: right. And this is everything that they've worked against. And so Cass, understandably, goes, "Well, we don't want this." And mm-hmm. so he does everything he can to to stop it. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he could have should have done differently. Except I think Dean just wants
1: to be told. Right. Dean just wants... Dean is... Dean is... Like... He just wants to feel He quit. doesn't love... Like, he doesn't like that Cass is working with Crowley. But I think the real issue is that he was lied to. He was kept yeah. in the dark and he was yeah. lied to.
0: But, like... He, like, they feel used, right? That's the that's the problem. They feel manipulated. They feel like they were pawns in both Crowley and Cass's game. Yeah. And, but, like, I have so
1: much sympathy for Cass because he's, like, gotten yeah. himself in way too deep and he's going to be in so much trouble when Dean finds out. So he's like, um, I'm just going to mm-hmm. hope that I can get this all resolved before Dean gets so mad at me. <laughs>
0: so mad at I me. I get
1: this. He's I the understand He's getting
0: this. so mad. <laughs> I get it. I go I to truly insane lengths
1: to <laughs> avoid getting in trouble. Like...
0: I understand him yeah yeah, like it makes a lot of sense with his like history that he does not want to be in trouble like he does a lot of crazy shit but you know
1: and it's like not only it's not like Dean and Sam and Bobby are just like his colleagues or something like they are all that he has Mm. especially after like trying to kind of get through to the angels and we see a snippet of that like they are not on board with freedom and doing whatever you want. They, it, like, so they're trying to put him in this role but it's, like, the only people who are really kind of I don't know I guess, like, on his side are the boys, so Yeah. yeah.
0: <sighs> and that just brings it back to much of the time I'd rather be here. Oh. But he can't. Right? Like he he can't. He's in a, a mess of His own making, and to a large extent, Crowley's making. But you know, he went along with it because of you know pride and hubris or whatever, but also because of a sense of obligation. And I think it 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 is um, it's something that Cass doesn't see that he that he did. Um, He doesn't notice that it's because he feels like he has to. Um, He just thinks, well, my failing here is pride. I don't think that's all it is.
1: But he also, like, admires the boys so much, like, the way he speaks about them uh, and, like, how they save the world. It's, like, he he almost, like, just considers himself, like, well, I'm just, like, part of this team and, like, you know, we we stopped, like, the apocalypse. And, like, it's, like, he's, like, in a group and they're, like, the cooler guys in the group. He doesn't want to, (laughs) like, let them down. But even though he obviously was such a core element of being able to do that, it's, like, he doesn't really see his Mm. value.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something I want to get back to the way that he talks uh, about them and the way that they talk about and to him. Um, makes me a little bit insane because they both like condescend to each other and admire each other at the same time. Um, I love mm. Cass and Crowley's dynamic, by the way. Yeah. Do you By the way, let's
1: actually next scene? let's
0: talk about that. There's let's such talk about great this. like
1: parallels to each other too. Because like when I was watching, there's this there's the part where like they're like I really like cast like I simply don't have enough power to challenge. Raphael and Crowley's like yeah, this will require more power than either of, either of us have ever touched, and you realize that like Crowley occupies a, a similar place in hell yeah. to Castiel in heaven as like he's like a lieutenant he's not like really anything special um but he was able to like bring himself to a higher Rest. like right
0: yeah. role through
1: the chaos yeah. of the apocalypse just as castiel did and like obviously yeah. crowley's like more nakedly ambitious but i just really like them two being like they are each other's like mirrors in heaven and hell
0: Ew, I love a good foil. Who doesn't love, love a good a foil? foil? Come on. It's
1: so interesting um, as well. Like you mentioned uh, in your recap, like, the kind of uh, almost like flirty nature, I guess. Like, Jesus. like. It, I, I'm is, so, I feel so bad he for is him. innuendoing <laughs> and he is entendering. So much. All over the place. Lots of French words for him.
0: Yeah. And it.
1: He he does do that a little bit, but I think he's like really in like turbo mode,
0: and that's why it's like so interesting because right. it's like this episode. What's happening with you guys? <laughs> what's going on? Can I just because like yeah, like the the um he <laughs> Crowley the makes jokes like apart from the obvious erotic value, and he talks about how. There are too many masochists in hell already, so he changed the format. And um, and he talks about, like, he he all possible entendres intended. Like, he he is laying it on thick. Oh, buddy boy, you've got sex appeal. And Cass is just, like, not receptive to it. He is one horny on
1: motherfucker, yeah. And Cass is like,
0: yeah. thanks. Can we move on? <laughs> Thank you. Like, let's move
1: on now. Thanks. Um, Cool. Here's something. The Uh reformatting hell to just be like mundanely unpleasant hellish situations. I was like, oh, this is... I I like when you can see how Crowley is inspired by Good Omens Crowley. Um, Right. Oh, yeah? Because that's like very much like whenever I'm stuck in a situation where I'm having like immensely bad energy because of like something I can't control, I'm like, this is just like in Good Omens. <laughs> like, when I was, like, trying to deal with the airline and, like, you can't get anybody on the phone um, and you're waiting in a long-ass fucking line, and I was like, this is just like what Good Omens probably, like, makes people's lives <laughs> uncomfortable, just, like, to create evil in the world.
0: That's also something I wondered about. I was like, does this format, like, is it sustainable? Because we know that de- uh, demons are created by, um... Through torture, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta torture a soul, twist it until it's something unrecognizable, you got yourself a demon. Mm. Um and the way that he is burning through his ranks right now is not grand. Like it's not great for him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, does a demon a demon <laughs> Is he trying to preserve souls by not... I, this just occurred to me. Is he trying to preserve souls by not immediately creating demons out of the souls oh, yeah. that he has in his care? That, or, yeah. like, I don't know. I just, like, there's so many things you could sink your teeth into here. Like, I... um I don't know. And also, what does custody of a soul actually work like? Like, how does it work? If you give 50 large uh to... Cast and he can take them to heaven and use their power, does that mean that 50,000 souls are just transferred to heaven, regardless of moral value? I, because then the yeah. meritocracy of of heaven and hell, which later in the show very much becomes, like, totally, like, irrelevant. Um, I don't know
1: if it's, like, it, it, they it don't, just, like, it physically just, move there. It's, like... They are inside Cass, and then he like burns their soul power. I I think, but that's even worse. Yeah, like, totally. Morally. Yeah,
0: like, but I don't but, know. Yeah, I the know he created to... like
1: such a bad problem for themselves when they were like, <laughs> "What if souls were energy?" Because it's like,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. it totally
1: destroys the kind of well, you know, good people go to heaven, bad people go to hell. It like it it really right. puts a fu- and then okay, then the ending is just like. yeah right
0: um you're right actually because yeah anyway it's 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 just something that I thought about it's like the the actual the Rammies. the (laughs) Rammys um speaking of anyway uh
1: like influences, I wonder if Ben Edlin specifically thought of how Hal is treated in the Buffyverse as well um I don't know if Jess if you remember what happens on Angel but it is very much Hal is uh Hell is other people, or how is. you like, have to say, Hell is other people? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of, that's like a message that gets delivered to Angel. Um, and I, yeah, I just, I wonder if maybe Badland had that kind of also in his brain of the right. concept.
0: Right. Everyone is standing. I couldn't stand to look at that line because everyone is so up in each other's space. I was like, please, please. Uh, oh my God. Which line? <laughs> The line in the in oh, hell, the, where oh the line, just like, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah, the physical line. The cue. It just, it, I was, I was like, your arm is under the next person's elbow. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I, ooh, my elbow.
1: <laughs>
0: I like, I just can't anyway. like
1: get over like, just how much this is Crowley's idea. Like, it really is like all Crowley. Yeah. Oh idea. yeah. That's crazy. It's what? not
0: even subtle the way he plants this, the the seed. He's just like, "This is my business proposition. Do you want to do this with me?" Plus, and by the really way, you kind of are stuck. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're hot. Um, Plus, you're a also...
1: stone-cold Fox. Do you know that? Like, I'm just going to you know slide that? that in
0: there. <laughs> You've just got gonna... sex appeal, and he's just like,
1: "You've got Jesus sex Christ. appeal." <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you. He's like, that's "Can the the we?" get to the point i like i
1: also like just love like them two in the scenes in their scenes together they have really great like chemistry like mm. when cast is like i i am an angel i don't have a a soul like you ask or whatever he says like like yeah misha collins and mark Shepard mm-hmm. are really great scene partners together like they are really oh, like, yeah. giving it and like even in like, the first scene when Cass goes to see Crowley and Crowley's is like screaming at him and Cass is so flat, like his affect is so flat and it's like,
0: he's so over. It. This is
1: like so great. Like Crowley is like so over the top chewing the scenery, like on everybody's case <laughs> yeah. about everything all the time versus yeah. like Cass, who's always been given such a flat delivery and like under reacts and stuff like that. I was like, oh, mm. great. Love it. And he just gets angrier it's, it's really and angrier fun. with him as the episode goes on, as that, as like those conversations of theirs continue. Right. Like mm, until the end, right. where it's he's like, furious. Yeah. It's,
0: it's like he's furious, but he's also like realizing that this is not a, this is the final, like, there's a final sort of bar that he can't budge. He can't devil on his shoulder, manipulate his way through. Um then he doesn't quite know what that is, but he needs to find what the barrier is. I
1: know is. we're not gonna quote the whole episode, but like I just love um when Cass says, I'm holding up my end, and Crowley says, Ah yes, but is that all you're holding? See, the stench of the is all over your overcoat, Angel. I thought we'd agreed no more nights out with the boys. Um and this then is what <laughs> I mean. And then Cass just That's being so like, silly. I spoke with Dean.
0: Like he's like, shut up. He's like He's like, dude, I just talked to him. And he's like, I told you not to. It's very much giving married couple, which is so funny because like partnerships, huh? So it really divorced. will get to you. They're
1: so divorced they're so... by the end of
0: this episode.
1: <laughs> that was a divorce fight if I'd ever seen one. <laughs> I oh, know yeah. what
0: I am. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> um, oh my God. I
1: can't wait to talk about that more. Okay. um, Let's go to the next bit, uh, which is basically they're like, is a bunch of flashbacks showing, you know, it's kind of it kind of weaves back into the prayer again.
0: Yeah. He's like, uh Crowley had a point, of course, my interest was conflicted. I still considered myself the Winchester's Guardian. After all, they taught me how to stand up and what to stand what to stand yeah. for and what generally happens to you when you do that one. And
1: all, and just more specifically, as well, where we see Cass uh being right there when Sam. Is like resurrected and he's outside the Brandon's mm. house, um, mm, which is mm. obviously not something we've seen earlier, and it's just so juicy. Like, because <laughs> at that point in the season, you're like, well, at the end of the show, it's like such a mystery, and it's just like Cass was just there, You <laughs> watched the whole thing. Um, and also, like, the thing that's funny to me is like when Sam is like did you bring me back without a soul on purpose? And Cass is like, how could you think Mm -hmm. that? I'm also feeling like Dean or like Sam, what advantage would that have bringing you back without a soul? Like (laughs) he wouldn't, he's not like Cass is not vindictive or cruel. You know, he doesn't act out of like petty thing, like petty emotion. Maybe it's more of a Sam issue. Like, like, Oh, absolutely. Like he has been betrayed before. Like if you think and it's about also things, just like, like and stuff, yeah. It's absolutely a Sam issue, oh but just god. watching that, I was like, can somebody like point out to Sam that like that's not how Cass operates? Like, hello, <laughs> yeah.
0: You're like, shut up! You don't even
1: get I'm him like, exactly. Um, like Sam, you don't even fucking <laughs> get him. Stupid. That is so heartbreaking, though. It's like stupid. that's totally skipping ahead, <laughs> but, but like, oh my god, the look on his face.
0: Mm. I he came to work that day. I don't know what to tell you. It was good. That was um, Sam. That was like
1: that was Sammy. You <laughs> Sam
0: was there. Ugh. Oh man, but I think that I think that a lot of what Sam is going through is like there's a lot of things that he has thought. There, well, this couldn't possibly be targeted at me. It's only to later find out, like there were for for some reason he could offer someone an advantage that he didn't know he could. um and so, like, he's just checking at this point. I would too, honestly. I would just be like, uh, just checking. Is there more stuff I need to know about the weird shit that happened yeah, to me as a his kid? his paranoia makes a lot of
1: sense, for sure. Especially, yeah, he, yeah, 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 just considering his whole history. Especially also, like, things like, uh, with, like, Azazel and, like, the special children. Like, that. how that, like,
0: all fabricated. That's, yeah, like, that's he, exactly he, what I mean. He's been lied yeah. to
1: a lot and misled a lot. Um, well, not everything used, is about yeah. him. Okay? i not everything so like, I think that's fair. Cass brings Dean back and he like puts them together perfectly. Puts them together so well he no longer has any scars and like he brings Sam back and he forgot his whole fucking soul. <laughs> yeah, and they never really explained
0: Didn't even know like, why. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's my theory. Yeah. When Cass went in didn't go in alone, right? There was like a host of angels with him that were covering his ass, yeah. right? Um and he I don't know if he was chosen to be the one to save Dean or he was just the one that happened to save Dean that's a fun thing that a lot of people discuss and you know have a lot of fun with but um either way he is the one that does um and so you know he has the time and the space but he's not only going into hell this time he's going alone and he's going into the cage so it's uh, a little difficult, I think. It's a little hard. He was kind of scrambling. I think.
1: Absolutely. But then the, Sorry, just he didn't there. even notice that Sam didn't have a soul for the longest time. <laughs> see, that's the thing that gets me. Like, that's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, seems normal. Like, and is it, is it, okay. Is this a headcanon or is this like canon that angels can like see souls? Because I don't remember.
0: It could just be Fanon, but don't I feel know, like, to be honest, because
1: like, yeah, either. like if he can see souls, if souls like exist in a person and you can like believe <laughs> them, then like Santa's had nothing going then on. Then he was didn't just not lucky. <laughs> just he was just not looking, looking at Dean the whole time. So why would he notice? this?
0: <laughs> oh man, I need to remind myself of the thing that I think it was Ocean MP3 said. It is, um, do not do Jensen Ackles' work for him. <laughs> Um, speak on SDL if you want to, but can, it's so difficult I don't think not
1: to. I don't think you can talk about this episode without being without
0: like, oh my, I'm crazy. gonna kill somebody. okay, it's this was the the episode. there was a lot of times where I was like, ah, this could be accidental. this was you know, you know, it's incidental, it's easy to read that way, but you know, it doesn't feel textual. And then I watched this episode when I was doing my first watch of supernatural mm. and I was like, okay. I need us all to sit down for a second. I need us to sit down. Everyone and discuss needs to this. sit
1: down and be fucking for real. <laughs> be
0: fucking for real with me right now. <laughs> Let's have a round table and you talk me through what is going on here. Because either I fucked up re- watching this or you fucked up writing it. Maybe and that's honey, what we do. I don't think get I'm in the wrong. The
1: line is just. Okay, <laughs> we while we've just... got you here. We him. the transcript for uh, one of your episodes. We're
0: just pulling it up real quick. The fuck was um, this? No What The shame. fuck was this? And what the fuck was Don't this? No, Um We just a,
1: various a selection. The thing is that, like, it's all so painful. It's so <laughs> painful. Can it we hurts talk about so Superman? I've been trying to talk about Superman all day. Can we talk about Superman?
0: Let's. <laughs> Okay, wait, before we do that, I just want to mention quickly the interrogation thing um, where Bobby tortured... Mm-hmm. Jim Beaver came to work. He is so scary. Yeah. I I was like, can we please cost him in more scary <laughs> stuff? Like, he's great. Yeah, he just has... And, and he, it really works for Bobby. see the side like- of him? Is he just working on the boys now? Hmm. Is that like... Okay, I would love to see more of this from him. I'm sorry, what were you saying, Jess? Is he just like working on the boys now?
1: He had um, I have no clue. He had cancer. So oh,
0: oh, mm-hmm. that sucks. I can't
1: remember what kind, but I think he was like getting treated for that. So I don't know if he's working as much as he was like when this came out. Um but yeah,
0: he's he I, always... through... oh, like yeah. he I need to go through Oh, looks okay. I need to go through the dry. That's cool. Either way, um really scary. This is a great time to lead us into the Superman thing. Because um this is when Dean comes back and tells everyone that uh, he saw Cass. And they're like, well, what did you tell him? And he's like, no, I I fucking lied, okay? I lied. Like, you wanted me to. Fuck. All right? (laughs) He just looks so unhappy Um, about it. Um, He hates it here. Oh. And he, he goes, well, he's the bulky Bartokamas of oh. heaven. He can make a mistake, which is a very aged reference, I believe. It's some kind of sitcom where somebody is like a comedy of errors type thing. Hold on, let me...
1: Yeah, I think it's a bit of like, he's like a bit of a fish out of water kind of thing. I, I read it before, but I can't remember exactly.
0: Um, fictional character in Perfect Strangers from a fictional island near Greece. Um, and... A naive optimistic well-meaning person who is look at uh, the actor yeah, once, who plays him the actor who plays him is um uh uh Bronson wow oh. or pinch. yeah okay and he says he looks at the world like a four-year-old and sees the world as benevolent which is so funny because Cass definitely does not do that <laughs> but sure cool um anyway I just thought just a little backstory for anyone who didn't catch the reference, like myself. It's a bit of um, a
1: reprise of the conversation that they had at the end of the last episode, but it, it, it's like implying that they've been behind the scenes, like figuring this out. They've got the demon. Like I, I thought it was really interesting that, like I, I like you, Jesse, you literally asked this earlier, but I just, I think this is the first time I really realized that why they were torturing the demons. I was like, oh, <laughs> like. They are now, like, getting the monsters <laughs> for, for Crowley. Um, I hadn't put that together because I think I'm just, you know me, I'm just looking at Dean's face, having a mental breakdown. <laughs> What's he looks good there? this
0: episode. It's not your fault. Um, but can I just say that um, the I love that Bobby is the one who introduces the idea of Superman going dog side. Um, mm. And I, I love the line here. He's like, Sam goes I, look I'm praying we're wrong here and then Bobby says but if we ain't and there's a snowball sorry if there's a snowball of a snowball's trance here that means we're dealing with a superman who's gone dark side which means we've got to be cautious we've got to be smart and we and maybe suck up on some kryptonite mm. and then Dean obviously says this makes you Lois Lane which is such a no one cares I know is okay. it Sam
1: Lois Lane or is Dean Lois Lane Lois Lane here's no, is the he, thing it's like, like nobody was talking about Lois
0: Lane why did no you bring that up? No one was talking about Lois Lane. Why did you bring that up? Um, That's even It's thinking, like so damning. His partner, like I don't know. It's like so silly. It's yeah. He's, he's like he, he is so like boy, you're so pathetic. Like I wish I could help you, but you're beyond help. Like um,
1: did you guys realize that there is a dark side uh like page in the supernatural wiki? Because they're always talking about going <laughs> dark. side. I forgot. It just it like it points out every time someone <laughs> says something about dark side. <laughs> Stop! That's hilarious. Um, That's okay, so funny. Here's what I have to say. <laughs> okay, yes. First of all, when it's just fucked up. All right, the Superman thing is fucked up, and it really makes me <laughs> want to <laughs> die. Um, but also in that scene where, um, like. Cass comes in and saves them from the demons that, like, burst in on them. And he once again kills them, like, I- incredibly epically by just, like, smiting yeah. them. Which is, like... We've been fucking around with the Angel Blades. And, like, we... He hasn't sm- smote demons since season four. He when hasn't he showed up, with all the power of heaven at his disposal. And he's, like, smiting he again. Smote. He does it five times in this episode. He does these two demons and then he does the three demons... Ellsworth mm. and his two goons, um, and like he says, he like wants to save his friends, and he's like, for a brief moment, I was me again, and it's just right. like, ugh, I miss it. I miss him just like putting his hand out and just like sh- frying these ruining someone. <laughs> yeah, he's having such like a personal dilemma, and like it's like he's really trying to integrate all these aspects of his life.
0: Like he's truly in so he's conflict. Like, okay,
1: yeah, he's like, okay, well, you know, I can do angel things and also look after the boys. Um, and yes, obviously on the side, this cry living is still happening, but at least I have this. Da, da, da. It's so it's me.
0: So, you know what I mean? It's like, It's so, so relatable. And also the the smiting, it's so like getting your hands dirty. He's like getting involved in a way that he usually distances, distances himself from, I don't know. I don't know. It feels like a, a very... I don't know. It's 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 not even getting your hands dirty. It's getting your hands clean. It's associating himself with the power of the angels mm-hmm. more mm. intimately. And it's also showing that he has more power now. I don't know. It, it feels that way to me. I don't know. Also, yeah. like,
1: um, the scene, like, where he's talking about, like, am I gonna go save them after all they, like, are my friends? And then he, like, bursts in and they're doing all those cuts. Like, like the freeze frame when they like slam the demon through the door and then like cut from, like, the it. demon's face to Dean's face to like and you and it's like this is how fast Cass is thinking like he's like at right. the speed of light like going he's- through all this stuff and then deciding to show up and I'm like that's such a great insight into like how Cass perceives the world yes. you know like he can think right. this quickly and then decide to act which is funny too when they catch him in the uh holy fire because it's like okay well we've just seen how quickly Cass can act so he must have been yeah, really well, like, surprised. He, he's so he's so smart, and that's why like the like the Superman thing tripping him up is so tragic because it's so like, painful. Like, he 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 let his guard down in like in regards yeah. to them in a yeah. way that he doesn't. It obviously wasn't safe to, but he didn't and it's like, mm-hmm, that. but it's so sad too because he just wants to like. It's so obvious when he says like he's just like okay. Superman thing when he repeats Superman back to them the delivery on that line makes me crazy because he's like it's so obvious that he's repeating something and he's so pleased mm. to like know about Superman and to like say this thing to them and he's like see like I'm like making jokes like you're making jokes like and we're friends again and like uh. and then that's like such an immediate misstep and he doesn't even realize when he says it Like, that's what's so painful. It's not even like when you say something and then you're like, oh, fuck, I
0: shouldn't have said that. He doesn't even realize right then. No. The thing is, the only person in that scene who realizes right then is Dean. It's, he's the only person like, and Dean cuts his eyes to Bobby, I think, and is like, did you
1: just hear that? It's so painful, especially because like, Cass just at the beginning of that, of that, not that scene, but like that encounter doesn't understand when Dean says the thing about Kojak to him because he doesn't know pop culture. And then he says the Superman line and it's like, Oh, Cass, Like, like buddy. Oh, it's so good.
0: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I, I need to, I need to okay, sorry. Like, I do think Dean was the only one who who realized it because like he looks around at the others and they kind of give him blank, like chill smiles. And I don't know if they're just better at acting, and Dean is like fucking swallowed with rage. Um like he's just like drowning in it right now, but or or if he's the only one who's like both kind of and work. then he has to tell the others that he was wrong and they were right. And they didn't realize it, but he now does. And, like, I don't know. Both are delicious. It's real fun. My
1: take was that they all realized at that moment. But, like, still, it is Dean's reaction. Yeah. Mm. Um, Because he's more important to Dean. (laughs) This is more affecting. It's so painful. It's so painful. And, like, each time, uh, because I watched the episode twice, like, both times I got to that scene, I was like, this is... This is the thing that hurts the most. Like, ooh, ooh, this is it.
0: Oh my god! It's just I went through my own blog just now and searched uh, a tm tmwwbk, <laughs> and um, I just I just found it. A series of
1: letters that I'm incapable of just remembering on their own. I have to say it. Yeah. yeah, me thing too. Every time, time to type I have it to out. say it's it like, in my head. Say it. I'm like, is it two M's? No, it's two W. It's like, I don't, two I can't, W's. like
0: do it. That's the same letter. They just flipped one of them. Stop it. I'm going to kill you. Um. Anyway, I found one that I was like, just watch The Man Who Would Be King. And it's like a sad gesture. the extremely sunburnt blonde lady with the dangling earrings who screams. Screaming. And, yeah. And um, I think when, I think Blackwell is her, is her surname, and she's like crying, and she's got a jacket on one sleeve, on one on her side. And she's holding her little hands like in front of her, like, wait. And then I found that I, I wrote... What if I were constantly turned towards you and gazing after you with my tortured little face while I was lying to you and working with your enemy and I watched you rape leaves in your girlfriend's yard and decided not to ask you for help because you had this whole life now while I was standing there looking at you and missing you. Uh, um, uh, The devil approached me to make a deal and I almost didn't go with him but I couldn't go to you so I did and now we have basically been at cross purposes for like two years." What if I tried to make you laugh by repeating a, jo- a joke I knew you would find funny and it was the thing that tipped you off to the fact that I'd been spying on you? What if I was ready to keep <laughs> lying to your brother and father figure, both of whom I consider to be under my protection to be my friends, but when you asked me to look you in the eye and tell me what, you- tell you what you wanted to hear, I couldn't lie to you. What if I did it to protect you? Uh, what I <laughs> I mean to protect all of you and we were boy best friends. Like, I- I'm i going to kill Why did I say friend. this? They're literally boyish friends. Friends. Like, would that suck or what? Why did I say
1: this? (laughs) Would that suck or what? The thing about this episode is that, like, without this, I obviously would always be on Cass's side, but, like, it would be more like Sam and Dean in season four, or, which season is Sam drinking blood in? Four. Season four. Hmm. It would be more like that, where it's, like, you... Always kind of agree with Dean that what Sam is doing is, is wrong, and like the most uh, sort of explanation you get is they're just like arguing, and like you have to kind yourself. of like. Well, I'm just saying from the show's perspective, <laughs> the framing right? of the show. Jesus, okay, 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 okay. Could I get all a right. little fucking? I need you to not be so toughies on me, okay?
0: <laughs> um, I'll, um, I'll treat you really niceies, okay? Is that better? Thank
1: you. Treat me really niceies. um so do you ever think about the fact that like (laughs) 85 percent of our conversation is just repeating shit from online that's embarrassing
0: right it must be so difficult to listen to if you're not online it must be if you're not online
1: we must be so annoying have you seen that tweet here i go again have you seen that tweet where it's like i was dating this guy and i showed him a meme and he said (laughs) to, to have a conversation with you i have to memorize all your little pictures to like us. <laughs> to have a conversation with us, you have to memorize all our little phrases. You have to
0: be on SBN Tumblr, essentially. Like I can talk to other people, but it's not I'm not as fluent. Um anyway. What was I <laughs> saying? <laughs> About how it's like different from season oh, four right. because if of the. If they a, had given
1: yeah. us a Sam episode where he was like able to just explain and show every single thing that like had happened and what he was thinking and why he was thinking it, like It would be a much more, to me, effective conflict, you know, like this one is so painful because we've obviously been seeing Dean's perspective. He never gets to talk to us, but like we've been seeing Dean's perspective the whole time. We Mm -hmm. understand where he's coming from. And now suddenly we get Cass who gets to explain every single thought that he's had and his doubt and recrimination against himself for acting the way that he's acting while Mm -hmm. not being able to stop what he's doing. And it's that's what makes this episode so good. Among 45 other things that make this episode <laughs> so good. All right. We have not
0: gotten far at all. Um,
1: so no, we're just up to act two. We're up to act we're <laughs> we We're right? doing act two right now. I thought we were kind of
0: jumping yeah. around. Oh, we're yeah, We're past we... interrogating the demon. Yeah. No, this is act two now. It's like when they got to get to Ellsworth's house. Oh, were you guys um, going
1: in the transcript? I see. I see.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, yeah. we are in here.
1: Yeah, we, we're now we're back in time again.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah. we see um, Rachel re- leading a group of angels, more or less, or speaking for them. Rachel, number one, Cass girl. And being like, Cass, how how are you back? God, he stopped the apocalypse and he's and Cass goes, no, it was the Winchesters. And I was like, ugh, fine, fuck, sure, whatever, ugh. Yeah. Um, And then Rachel insists that it's like, no, God brought you back, Cass, to to lead us. And then Cass is, like, rejecting that idea. Um, I'm gonna die. The thing is that...
1: Like, I don't believe that God brought back Cass for any reason, you know? At this point, we're still operating under the thing of Chuck is just, like, interested in seeing what goes on. So he's like... All right, like mm-hmm. what's up with this guy?
0: We'll just see, bring him back. And then I think he just wanted Dean and Bobby to be fine for a, mm. for a spell so that the sacrifice seemed like it meant something, right? Um, but like that's got to do something for your ego, yeah. Um, but then we have okay, we can't not talk about it, um, because Rachel asks. When Cass says, no one leads us anymore. We're free to choose our own fates and whatnot. And Rachel asks, what does God want? Cass says, God wants you to have freedom. And Rachel asks, but what does he want us to do with it? And Cass uh, in the voiceover says, if I knew then what I know now, I might have said, it's simple. Freedom is a length of rope. God wants you to hang yourself with it. Now, (laughs) the impact, the repercussions, of of I
1: I think I'm editing this week I think I might try and cut snippets cut yes please
0: Uh, because delivery wise he does it a lot better it's his job what does God want God wants you to have freedom
1: but what does he want us to do with it
0: if I knew then what I know now I might have said it's simple freedom is a length of rope God wants you to hang yourself with it. I. It's so sad.
1: It's so sad because in this scene, Cass is very carefree when he's talking to the angels. He's like, we averted the apocalypse and everything is good now. And we have freedom. Yeah, he's happy. And then like future Cass is like, freedom is a length of rope and God wants you to hang yourself with it. And it's like. oh,
0: It's crazy. I would like Ouch. to say something else on this. Yeah. What would a bunch of free angels do? We see later, like I think season nine, how absolutely catastrophic it is to have act- angels who angels who actually embrace the free will, but they have way too much power, and they don't understand the repercussions of their of their actions. So it it gets crazy. So um, even if he hadn't picked up this war against Raphael. It shit would have exploded up, the, like it would have been crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway,
1: I, I I do love the like heaven that he chooses uh, oh. to kind of hang out in. That's that's really I love that detail.
0: Uh, the eternal Tuesday afternoon of an autistic man who dr- drowned in the bath- bathtub in nineteen fifty three. Wonder why the drowned in the bath bathtub uh, is included. Um,
1: I guess it's just like painting a picture.
0: I know it's just a very sad picture, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's well,
1: fine. it's just classic Ben Edlund. It's like, I'm just gonna add this little detail, and it's, you're gonna think. You about guys it think so about it. it. Have fun. Years. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's been like 20. So. Oh god. Or not 20, like 10. No. Sorry. It's yes. been twelve years yes. since. But you know. Anyway, it's a little rough in here. Um In
1: the Raphael scene, I missed. Raphael him. scene. I he's so Raphael fun. Raphael should have yeah. come back as Damore Barnes. Yeah. I'm sorry to the woman that played Cassie or er, played Raphael
0: later, but like she's Damor good. Demore Barnes is Barnes. so good. And this I is love the him. thing. Right. And this is the thing, like what you were talking about, uh about the actor making the character better, right? And their performance setting the tone for the character. Like, Damore Barnes does a very specific kind of Raphael. Yeah. Um, so I think you kind of prove your point here. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think he gets a lot more to do than she does as well. That's like, also true. Yeah,
0: she, so it's, yeah. it's
1: hard to be like, oh, you know, she didn't do a good job, it's just oh. the writing wasn't I,
0: yeah, sure. I I don't mean to to, to say yeah, yeah, yeah. that she's bad. I just I it's definitely a different vibe. Yeah, mm. um.
1: it's Cass is so brave in this scene when he fir- first is speaking to Raph, because um, he, you know, he's completely against what Raphael wants, and it's not until he literally gets yeeted <laughs> um like that he kind of realises like oh I I have to be scared of this guy
0: because
1: mm. um, before that you know he's he's really trying to stand up to him in that conversation and that's why obviously mm. Raph
0: gets so annoyed um he's just so brave I'm so obsessed with it's God's will how can you say that because it's what I want yeah. I'm I'm this is how the archangels have been operating for a very long time. And it's such an insight into that. I I think it's great. I don't know if you guys have any special thoughts on that, but you know, it's just, Just it's just something. Yeah. It's it's very good.
1: A lot of the stuff that like seems to work the best for them is like alluded to not necessarily like seen. And so, yeah, it's, yeah. Just getting these glimpses of what they think and how they want things to run.
0: And how they wield the power, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So then we he gets his ass kicked and then, then we go back to Ellsworth's house where Sam, Bobby and Dean are.
1: This we already oh. talked about this. We talked about this episode we in order, so
0: Oh yeah. This okay. is where
1: <laughs> where Cass comes in smiting.
0: Yes. Smiling, yes. Oh wait,
1: Jess, I had a question. You know the heaven that um, Raphael is in.
0: Ken and Lay's, um, yeah. Ken Lay. I don't know yeah. who that is. I wasn't I aware of politics in
1: 2010 because I was. Baby. How old was I? 14. Yeah. Small.
0: Um, he died in 2006. I was
1: busy being being miserable in high school in my first year of high school.
0: I'm so Chairman sorry. of That's Enron. Sense. Chairman of he N-ron. was heavily. Let me
1: read from his Wikipedia. He was Thank heavily you. involved in the eponymous accounting scandal that unraveled in two thousand and one into the largest bankruptcy ever to that date. Lay was indicted by a grand jury and found guilty of ten counts of securities fraud at trial. Um. He died of a heart attack caused by coronary artery disease. His death resulted in a vacated judgment. The thing is, I think to get this, you have to be more aware of Enron, which I am not. I do know that the podcast you're wrong about did an episode on Enron, which I should probably listen to so that I can be better informed about what went on in my country. But, <laughs> you know, uh, but you know, it's about deceiving people, I guess. Maybe that's the connection.
0: That's I think he's also
1: a pretty unsavory character with his personal beliefs. Mm. Um, Again, pointing out the major flaw of heaven in this universe so far. Oh yeah. Like Raphael likes, like, specifies like you know he's devout
0: he was a christian (laughs) yeah so it trumps everything like that is so great like you could do anything as long as you're devout um yeah insane it's not grand it's pretty bad in here guys um okay and then Um, we have the superman scene which we spoke about And then... And
1: Cass literally says, I didn't realize it at the time, but it was all over. It's so (laughs) over.
0: And then he goes to Crowley's lab to fuck shit up, because he is angry. Um, And then... (laughs) Crowley tells him, you're losing it. And he goes, I'm fine. Crowley's like, yeah, you're the very picture of mental health. Which I thought was so funny. (laughs) I was like, get his ass, actually. Um... Yeah, we kind of return to the to the discussion of who is Cass, right? Like, what is he? Um, yeah. Because Crowley tells him that the Winchester's still by the the big lie that he is good and righteous. Um, and as long as they believe it, he gets to believe it. And then he says, I got news for your kitten. A whore is a whore is a whore. Now, that what was the mean. fuck? That was rude. <laughs> also, what an interesting comparison. Like, the idea that Cass is selling himself out um for personal gain, right? Like that that's mm-hmm. basically what he's saying. Um yeah. And it's well Cass shoves him into a wall and he breaks the tile and whatnot. And That was uh, great. It was pretty good. Very fun. <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. And he's like, if you hurt if you hurt if you hurt them, I will I will break everything. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, and then he disappears and Crowley yells, this is not how synergy works. I love him so much. Mark Shepard, I enjoy you. This is not how synergy works. I love Cass's, like,
1: his internal thoughts of saying, what was I doing with this vermin? Like, he thinks Ugh. so little of Crowley, but to Crowley? Crowley, they're having this, like, real, what is it, like, <laughs> tete-a-tete kind of, like...
0: Oh, yeah. Bro- and Cass is like, romance, can't fucking but, stand like, this,
1: dude. Yeah. (laughs) I love the line about the good cast, the righteous cast. And as long as the Winchester still believe it, you can continue lying to yourself. Which is like why Cass is in such a fix. Like that's why he's even doing this whole prayer at the end is because like it's finally like they no longer believe it. They know the lie. And now Cass is like really open to all this like self-doubt. Like all of these flashbacks and stuff, like he is not feeling that doubt at the moment. It's like Mm -hmm. the... The doubt that he's feeling now and that characterizes him as a character for like the rest of his time on the show is because of this fuck up. Mm. You know? It's because it's of like the confrontation in right the holy like, fire. To, like, yeah. Consider it. Yeah. Deep breath of I'm fine. Thick. Thick and twisted. Just it's dark sided in here. And then just like the whole scene. Cass going to Dean to watch him. Um wow, it is really coming down. God damn.
0: I can't hear um, a thing, I guess, it's Discord, but yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it's it's raining. Anyway, the <laughs> whole thing of Cass watching Dean rake, that's obviously like become a bit of a joke. Um in in the, like the fandom, but that whole scene is truly devastating. Like, he's, like, there. And then Dean later is like, I was there. Where were you? And Cass is like, or whoever says that. Yeah, Dean yeah. says that to Cass. And Cass is like, yeah. you weren't fucking there. You were living in Lisa Braden's
0: house trying to be a boyfriend. Can I say, he, it feels so resentful when he he says, where, where were you? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's either, I mean, the... The interpretation of like well he's resentful for the fact that he has to deal with all this shit and Dean gets to live out suburban fantasy. Number three hundred and thirty-three. Um what is Jack doing right now? I'm sorry, I'm so scared she's gonna make noise. Um but if <laughs> you can make noise, it's okay. It's her yeah. it's alright. But it's 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 really difficult to watch because like he's like oh I was there. It's like well were you? Or were you living out a, a retirement that I wanted to respect?
1: Like Exactly. And Sam, if you'll recall, had just called, told Dean to go be straight. And Cass was trying to respect that's that.
0: That's true. Cass, Cass was trying to respect his brothers his his love interest brother's dying wish. So yeah, I don't I
1: mean, know. like in all in all seriousness, like shipping aside, like how how Never. interesting it is for like the two of them aside. Like Cass in that moment is literally like, oh, okay, this is what... He thinks this is what Dean wanted. Obviously, the rest of the season has kind of fleshed out the realities of that. But Mm -hmm. he's thinking, like, I literally... I can't go back to him because, like, the last time we were all, you know, fighting the good fight, it was, like, terribly stressful. And, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. he saw, like... Especially Dean, obviously, get quite destroyed by that and by like mm. Sam dying,
0: right? Um, and it costs him so much, yeah,
1: yeah. And so it's it's just oh, it's so juicy. But then, then, okay, like to be fucking to put the not the tin hat to put the the blue and green hat on. I guess um, <laughs> it,
0: it's <laughs> Killer hat activated. <laughs> Speaker uh, Speak, speak, speak. Oh, hey, it's, it's Taylor just... people, speak now.
1: <laughs> speak yeah. now. Um, hello version. Um, it's, <laughs> it's just so juicy that, like, we- we've obviously talked a bit about um, the kind of lavender marriage, uh, <laughs> like, take that you can have on Dean with Lisa and Sam, like, making him go be straight. <laughs> um, but like this really it kind of really adds to that interpretation if you are like viewing this especially in retrospect obviously with Cass like the, the line of like when did who know what to play like Misha's kind of just basically said that in season 15 he played it a certain way he's not really ever uh-huh. elaborated me when, me when I lie
0: me when I lie so hard
1: Men will lie. But Men will lie to I, you. <laughs> The way, like,
0: there's just
1: like, I don't know. I've actually seen i I haven't seen any original posts about this, but I've seen people talking about this in like a way of. Oh my god! Like, have you guys seen? Uh, people say that like it's predatory that Cass is just like watching I him. Saw that like, have you guys seen that?
0: The non consensually watching him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Rake leaves. That's like yeah. that's like a delusional fangirl take. Like that's not real. And I refuse yeah. to like take it seriously because you're insane. <laughs> I just it also, really like, serves... Being... it serves such We're a great just... like narrative perfectly. Like if you're telling a visual story as you do on television, it's like Cass being there watching Dean Rake leaves and then deciding to go walk away with Crowley is like yeah. That's per- that's like perfect. That's perfect storytelling.
0: And Mark Shepard doing that smile as he as he walks with him
1: Stop. is so good, so good, incredible. Um, Mark Shepard knew
0: what he was doing. Who, he's
1: been very he normal about all of the gay people in Supernatural pretty much the whole time.
0: I think he's just normal about gay people in general, so it, yeah. it, it helps. <laughs> Stunning stunning
1: i also just want to point out dean in that scene when he um is raking the leaves <laughs> he's doing such a bad job he's so fucking bad at before. raking leaves
0: i think we've talked about this before i was watching and i was like didn't we joke so my house efficiently doing it it's doing straight. the
1: worst job ever I it. this is it. like when when jensen ackles posted that video of him shoveling snow which like whenever <laughs> i shovel. I have to, I can't not think about him doing such a piss poor job of it. And it's like, haunts me. I think all I remember about that video is thinking that he looked hot. (laughs) He does not look hot in that. Seek help. (laughs) (laughs) He's got that horrible, like mountain man beard. He's wearing some stupid.
0: Was it in his mountain man era? I've never seen this. But it was trackies, like pandemic okay? era for real. Oh, he's wearing tra- trackies. Is that is that what it, what gets to you? You need help.
1: I can't believe that you think he's hot and you watched him incompetently shovel snow. Not a difficult <laughs> task, but he okay. still couldn't. To do be it, honest, right? I've never I've never like shoveled snow myself. Yeah, we don't know. This is not something I have to deal with. No, we um, don't know. So to me, I was like, yeah, that's how it's done. I did not even think for a second that it was inefficient. But it also is really fun to imagine that, like. He has been an actor man for so long that like he's just not good at these things. <laughs> yeah. He's good at getting his makeup done. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's good at acting. I can give him that. But Alright. What are we talking about? Um,
0: um I guess we're in hell, but we've already discussed what we need to, I think. Yeah, this. we've
1: talked about new hell. Um and the fact that like I, I I've said this pro- I think probably four times already in this episode, but like Crowley plays past so perfectly. Like so perfectly. He him. Which is like is really great characterization for characterization for Crowley because he's like the crossroads demon. Like he knows how to work people and get yeah. them to make bad deals mm-hmm. that benefit him. Exactly. Like, in this case, I don't know for that it part. really is a bad deal. Like what he wants is to put Cass in charge of heaven, him in charge of hell. And, like, I do think it's more, like, mutually beneficial. It's just that, like, mm. it works out poorly for Cass. But he doesn't... It's not as bad of a deal as a demon deal where you only get ten good years and then eternity in hell. It's, like, not yeah. that kind yeah. of bad deal. Yeah. It's also interesting because, like, we do obviously get a lot more um, development with Crowley and, like, he's kind of humanity almost. And it's... I feel like this is kind of where he starts to dip his toe into like kind of almost liking the camaraderie and stuff like that. Like, whereas before this, he hasn't really had that. He's been very much like a general or like, you know, he has like lackeys and stuff, but it's it's like he kind of has fun in this, even though obviously he ends up very stressed later on with the whole (laughs) Eve and the gross eggs and stuff like that. But like I think he likes the idea of having like an agreement. He's not so black and white. He likes this kind of gray area. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah, they could like inhabit. Yeah, I agree. Um, Shall we start cooking with holy oil?
0: Some holy oil, yes, because
1: they trap that angel. Oh my gosh. Jess, you already said this in your description, but the the sequence of events of like this scene and then the next scene, it's like <laughs> not. It's like it's like it, you think it couldn't get crazier. It gets crazier. It gets <laughs> crazier.
0: <laughs> can not I slow down? Can I say something about this scene? Um, I wish the it was. Immedi- <laughs> the, the way that <laughs> Cass is immediately so desperate to get out of the holy fire. Stop. Um, oh. The, I think that is what makes it work. The fact that even though he thinks so fast, he's, like, overwhelmed by desperation to get out. And so he he doesn't really have the capacity right now, maybe, to to be thinking about how to spin this. And I don't think he's that good at spinning things in the first place. And, like, so, the fact that no, his excuses we, we,
1: are so bad. He's like, it's complicated. And, like, yeah. it's hard. It's difficult to explain. It's complicated. Like, all of the stuff where it's just, like, the worst, just the stupid He's as doing shit to terrible say. job terrible terrible ter- 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 terrible job and also the fact that like it is and the boys are being so straightforward. but it's like brutal too because yeah. they trap him in this thing that will kill him if he tries to leave like the holy fire circle is like you like i don't know you see it as just a plot device it's like we'll keep this thing here so you can have a conversation with this guy but like if you really break it down, it's like they trap him in... It's a lethal trap. If he tries to leave, oh, yeah, it yeah. will kill him. And from what we know, like, you... it They never seem to burn out. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you have to, like, wait mm. for somebody to put it out. Like, it doesn't seem to go out on its own. No. You know, Gabriel has to, like, summon a storm so that the rain fall will put the thing out. Like, Crowley has to come to put the yeah. fire out for him. Like, they've trapped him in in a lethal trap that's a fucked up thing to do to your friend it's
0: um it's pretty they bad. <laughs> have to do it
1: this is the thing though it's like they have to do it yeah and they're not like callous with it they that you can see the weight as it happens like
0: there's no other way that's yeah. that's the cracks of this episode everyone is stuck there is no other way everyone feels like they are forced to do the things that they're doing um, and no one's willing to think about it and work together. Let's go through this like pretty much
1: beat by beat. So I think like, so. Like, first off, first off, um, God, sorry. You <laughs> know, Dean brings up <laughs> Superman and Kryptonite, you know, and then like Bobby's like, how'd you know what I said or whatever? And like it's funny, it's a little bit of lightheartedness before everything gets really bad. When Oh, you need to bring this You know who spies on people, Cass? Spies. Love it. And, and like, you, you kind of have a giggle to that, but then you don't have a giggle <laughs> for the rest of the episode.
0: <laughs> you know who spies on people? Oh my gosh. You said it yourself, Dean. Good job. I love Perfect it. Perfect delivery too. Cause he's, he's, he's so mad,
1: so. but he's like, I can't, he's, I've got to be a bit cheeky. I can't. It's not a good job that he's doing. <laughs> he's no. not doing a
0: match of being bitch, I love when you're like so, so mad that
1: you just say like stupid shit and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's like, like not funny either. It's like, that's what really got to me. It's like, he says it completely seriously. And it's like, everyone knows how stupid he sounds. And it's like, you're so mad that you're just like, whatever. Like, you no know who spies on people? You get what spies. I'm saying. That
0: kind of thing. Yeah he's like it doesn't matter how stupid I sound you know what I'm saying and you know that I'm right you know it Yeah, um, yeah. it's fantastic and it's the boys great.
1: bring up everything to him like the demon's place being really clean and like the Crowley and the bones and like you said like Cass just keeps kind of not changing the topic but he, he he's given them nothing he's just like let, I, I'll explain okay. let me out da, da, da. he's so overwhelmed
0: yeah. Like, oh, and I'm then he so gets upset. interrupted by Dean, who is like, no, you, you have to look at me and tell me that you're not working with Crowley. And then Cass, like, looks at him, obviously realizes he can't lie. With, like, right the now. strength,
1: like, he looks at him, like, so oh, Jesus.
0: hard. Oh, my God. It's like a the defiant look.
1: that they have. When Cass turns to look at Dean, when Dean is like, look at me, and Cass turns to look at him with, like... Like it's like a beam. He's like, oh Jesus! Like I'm looking at you. <laughs> God, oh my God! You guys and, ever and see Cassie's Asterix body. and Obelix
0: and the Twelve Tasks? No. Sorry, you guys ever see that movie? No. sorry <laughs> Okay, never mind. Fine. Asterix and Obelix and the Twelve Tasks. There's like a hypnotist, and he, there's like his eyes like light up with. It. With, like, Nobody
1: has seen asterisks and obelisks. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> You've never heard of this? It's like a it's French, stupid.
1: It's like a French thing.
0: Yeah, but their comics are everywhere. And anyway, to get started.
1: back to the... Never
0: mind. It's just because you said be eyes. We can cut this. Please cut this. Yes. I beg you. Thank I'm, you. Who's to say
1: what's going to get cut and what's not going to get cut? I beg of um, you.
0: Please cut it. I Terrible. I wanna,
1: like you said, I wanted to talk about... like. Often in this scene, Cass is, like, physically more towards Dean, but then also the cinematography. um,
0: Oh, my God.
1: You get essentially most often just wider mid-shots with Bobby Mm -hmm. and Sam. You do get a close-up on Sam when they have the back and forth about uh, getting pulled out of hell, Um, but then it's back to a mid-shot. But the shots between Cass and Dean are all close-up.
0: Can I just say... (laughs) Okay, so, sorry, Jack just had to open the door right now. I heard, I heard. (laughs) Hang on. Jack's
1: like, I've got things to say about the cinematography.
0: She was sitting at it, staring at me, and I was like, please don't want to go out right now. And then she was like, "Uh jump, and I was like, all right. Um, She's such an expert. sorry, you were saying about um the shots right and so it's really interesting that even the close up on Sam is like chest and shoulders included
1: yeah it's not as close yeah no the close like up is like and then it face, back out. Yeah. Face,
0: face it's it's uh, the the difference is really striking The thing also, I actually, it's just come to mind now that I think I might
1: have only noticed on this round is by the end of this little conversation, like we, you know, you have the, I was there. Where were you? Um, And then Dean says, you should have come to us for help. Cass says, maybe. And there's a, there's a breath. And Mm. if the demons didn't come, you can almost see them talking it out at that
0: point. They're all kind of,
1: they're ramped up, but they've taken a breath to be like, okay, well this is where we're at. But yeah. then, but then like, he, Cass has to be like, you know, like he has, to, he gets like stressed by the demons again. And he's like, you it's to too late. I can't turn back because he's, he's thinking again, like he wants to protect them. Right. And then Dean's saying, it's not too late. Damn it. Like Cass, we can fix this again. They're having this conversation back and forth and Sam and Bobby haven't said anything for a while. It's not broken yeah it's not broken but it is it's it's broken
0: <laughs> can i say it's broken i'm so obsessed with that exchange <laughs> Just Dean, it it's not scary. broken i
1: can't even but Thanks, you both not right. broken no notes you're caught in a lethal so trap upsetting. cast
0: it's a I broken. genuinely i can't speak on it. it it's too much i can't i cannot
1: It's funny, too.
0: Like, the exchange
1: where Cass is, like, you don't understand. It's complicated. And then Dean is, like, it's not. And you know that. Why would you keep the whole thing a secret unless you know it was wrong? Like, Dean is right at that point. Like, Mm. But it's just that Cass has gotten himself in, like, way too deep because Dean was trying to live... Live the life, you know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah. Oh, uh, uh. Oh, it's also painful. Can are we good with the scene?
0: I think it maybe, sounds so simple yeah. when you
1: say it like that. Where were you? And I needed to hear it. But they both know where he was. He was in the suburbs.
0: He, he was in the suburbs. <laughs> it's not like he couldn't have but spoken to, Dean, to him. But to Dean, he says, "I was there." That's the thing. Where were
1: you? Because he considers he, from himself- Dean's perspective, he's met Cass halfway this whole time right he thinks that this whole season he's been like basically like buddy buddies with him as they have been um so he's just like it's 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 blindsiding dean too really like the suspicion he he was so behind the other two on suspecting Cass, Mm -hmm. and now like just having this all confirmed it's like he's also like what the fuck
0: (laughs) I can't even talk about this. I think we need. I I genuinely I can't. I'm not strong enough. I don't know why I started doing this podcast with you guys. I can't do it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think. Okay. I, I I
1: don't. Okay. If if anyone's listening and being like, wow, they've each said this is crazy forty times. Deal with <laughs> it. I'm so analysis. sorry.
0: Deal with it. We're analyzing. Listen to a podcast that's not three. Listen cast to girls. someone. Listen to someone who's smart. How about that? We're I mean, analyzing. my co are smart, and we're analyzing it, and we're right when we say it's crazy. Like, are we Can wrong? Can we get
1: to the final act, please? Because I like this scene even more than the holy fire scene. That's crazy. Go for it. Yeah. That's because I'm insane. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I was just thinking, what's that quote? Um... If I loved you less, I might be able to talk about it more. Like, Shut if, we, up. if
0: we loved Cass less,
1: maybe we'd be able to talk about this more. You're <laughs> gonna bring exactly.
0: Is this what's wrong with you? Okay. Like um, that. Okay. So
1: the wait the, before we there's go to the this next little scene. like dust up with Cass and Crowley, like they're they're. It's wait, Jess, What? We have to talk about when they're all running out and oh, Dean stops shit. and looks back. Oh yeah, Orpheus. Dean stops and looks back. at Everybody, turn. it's terrible. <sighs> my Orpheus pilled people. This is big for you, I know. I, oh, are
0: you not Orpheus pilled? <laughs> it's Orpheus-pilled.
1: fine. It's I just, fine.
0: Like, I like
1: the okay. Here's here's the thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In like the depths of my supernatural like mania, you know, when everybody was like like posting there were 800 new posts per day and like the mm-hmm. the web weaving people were weaving webs they like we were like, weaving they yeah. were at there's the like, there's like so much orpheus stuff there's so much lots wife stuff like with mm. this scene in particular and it's like i think i'm just kind of like i yeah yeah you're, sa-
0: you're saturated i've seen it matter.
1: like it's not it's no longer exciting to me it's like i i've seen it Do you think that ben edlin is the kind of writer where like that look back is on purpose because he's already referenced sodom and gomorrah in this episode and that's like lot and lot's wife is part of that story yeah i mean honestly i don't know that would be something that you would truly like have to ask because it's Mm. also just like (laughs) fucking jot it down someone jot it down me (laughs) future me jot that down the list. <laughs> it's also just like makes sense Sorry. if you're not like making like a greater illusion or whatever it still just like makes sense that, like as they're leaving dean stops and like looks back at Cass where he's like left him in this trap and like thinks about everything that they've been through and the betrayal and like how this mm-hmm. is really the end of something like and it it is like i love how this leads into the next scene where Cass goes to see him because like they truly don't finish their conversation here like this is yeah. probably comes to... And it's their conversation. Yeah. It's not yeah. the other, you know, it's not the other two. Which
0: is so juicy. <laughs> like... <sighs> <laughs> well, you know, I think it's just an extension of that thing where it's like Dean is our sort of access point at the, as the audience to Cass. Mm. Um, and so like as Dean a result and Cass that... do have a more profound bond. I was gonna say like okay. it's unfortunate that we have to be silly and, and corny about it but it's the truth isn't it um but okay the,
1: we can talk about Crowley coming to save him yeah I mean, let's, let's just let's like a about short put out scene. The fire. This, yeah, yeah um, please
0: you were talking about how much you love it please speak on that
1: no not this scene I was talking about the scene where, where Cass goes to oh, Dina oh, Byrne's yeah. house I okay, fucking love that one okay off. never mind
0: let's do Basically, the Crowley bit this is
1: a good bit of Crowley, from Crowley though I do like how, so Crowley is like, um, do you know what I see here? The new God and the new devil working together. And basically it's like the Winchesters are holding you back. Like you really need to kick them to the curb. And then what I really like about this scene is when Cass is like, enough. Stop talking. Get out of my sight. And it's like, this is because he's just had this, like it's all over now. And he's like he can no longer because the Winchesters know that he's not no longer the righteous cast, the good cast. He can't see himself that way either. And he really can't stomach being around Crowley right now. And he's started like all of his justifications and reasoning is like crumbling. And he's just like sick of this fucking guy. He's always buzzing in his ear.
0: Yeah. And I think Crowley chose the exact wrong moment to try and uh, Mm -hmm. work his claws in further, if you will. Um, because, because Cass has just been through this conversation and this, right. he's just been lethally trapped by his closest friends. Like it's, it's not grand. It's not, it's a pretty bad moment for him. Right. And like. Cass is at the end of his rope. Truly.
1: <laughs> end of his rope Tuesday for Cass. Um, <laughs> just let his day. Um. And then Finally. I know what I am. What are you, Castiel? What exactly are you willing to do? And it's just more of the thing of just, like, you have to pick. You have to choose. And unfortunately, does. Anyway, now to my favorite scene.
0: This is great.
1: Oh, this is a fantastic scene. shot of, of Dean on the couch in the
0: windows... It's really, it's lovely. I, I at first, Jess, when you said you liked the scene better, I thought she meant the cast and Crowley scene. I was like, oh, that's crazy, but now that I'm like, oh yeah, now obviously I also enjoy this. <laughs> I just like, I it's, love it's this not scene. Like bed art,
1: yeah. It's, it's it's more intimate and like, oh yeah, we're no longer reeling from like revelations now, and it's just like two. They're just able to like talk, talk to each other. And yeah. try to like get somewhere, and like the desperation is real, and they're like saying shit that they can't take back. Like, dude, goddamn, and it's the lights all blue, <laughs> and they're saying shit that they haven't said before. The lights all blue, like it's <laughs> okay. I I almost just want to read the whole fucking thing. Well, don't do that, but like cut it in. um <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut it in right now so then we can react
0: to it later. Blah blah Raphael, right? I'm doing this for you, Dean. I'm doing this because of you. Because of me. Yeah. you will be kidding me. You're the one who taught me that freedom and free will... You're a friggin' child, you know that? Just because you can do what you want doesn't mean that you get to do whatever you want. I know what I'm doing, Dean. I'm not gonna logic you. Okay?
1: I'm saying don't. Just cause. I'm asking you not to. That's it. I don't understand. Look, next to Sam, you and Bobby are the closest things I have to family. That you are like a brother to me. So if I'm asking you not to do something, you gotta trust me, man.
0: Or what? Well, I'll have to do what I have to do to stop you. You can't, Dean. You're just a man. I'm an angel. I don't know, I've taken some pretty big fish. I'm sorry, Dean. Well, I'm sorry too, then.
1: So fucking sick and twisted. Hi. I actually am
0: sitting here, like, I think I'm gonna throw.
1: So, like, basically, like the heart of this discussion is that it's like Cass is still trying to like explain his justifications to Dean, and Dean is like not hearing it. And the thing is like just because you can do what you want doesn't mean that you get to do whatever you want. Which is like a little rich. I think that's, like, pretty unfair of Dean to say to him. Yeah, it feels a little like,
0: rich to me, for coming from him.
1: It's also, like, it's, it, okay, let me, let me get, let me, let me gather my thoughts. Because it's, like, does Cass really, like, want to be doing this? No. He's kind of, like, forced into this position, but he does, like, Crowley working on his pride does work and like Crowley saying that like God loves him and he can lead the angels because God wants him to like, it's not like naked ambition yeah. for Cass to just like accumulate power. That's not the pride that Cass has, but he does have this pride that Crowley's able to manipulate. So mm-hmm. like in yeah. that way he does want, but I don't know. I think this line is just like very, cause I was thinking about it and like trying to like, get down to, like, the nitty-gritty of it because it's a little unfair, but I don't think it's entirely out of left field, like... But it's not, like... Cass isn't acting frivolously or just, like... Like, just, like, la-di-da. Like, I want to do this thing, so I'm going to do it. It's not, like, that type of whatever you want.
0: Yeah. The thing is, it's not... He's... Essentially, Cass is taking a responsibility. He's taking a duty on. He's not... Mm -hmm doing something that is so silly <laughs> that i don't i don't know how to explain it in a in a, a better way that like it really what something that really rankles me about this is like the way that dean keeps calling him a child um to the end of the season i think maybe the start of the next right like it's it really he he's not He's doing his best with what the situation is and he's trying to save everyone. Maybe that's childish to him. It illustrates like that's when Dean says like
1: Samuel and Bobby, are the closest thing I have to family, like <laughs> you're like a brother to me.
0: I um, hope he dies. I think that
1: I hope Jackie <laughs> dies. <laughs> No, we don't. We love Jakey. Um, I don't. Been, you I'm mad at before, him, but the the dog, the dog that Jess is looking after is Jakey. <laughs> um, Sorry, but um, like this is like it's really the, the it's just so perfect because it's like their their understanding of the other <laughs> clashes in like the exact way to make them still disagree by the end of this, like mm. because. Cass is saying like, hey, actually, you know, this is, this is for you. This is because of you. This is because of what you taught me. Mm. And, but like you said, Dean calling him like a child. It's like, that's because Dean only knows how to be like an older brother. Ugh. It's so fucking kind of rude though. Like it makes me so mad. It It's very, it's very dismiss. It's like, because it, shows it the way that Dean sees Cass as someone who's not capable of making decisions. Like, children are people that cannot be allowed to make their own choices because they don't understand consequences. And it's like, that's actually not what Cass's issue is. It's that he sees the consequences and decides that the end goal is worth those things. But Dean can't... Can't... And also, like, Dean is... I think also, like, reacting from a place of, like, raw hurt as well, because oh, he is riding yes. hard for Cass in this episode. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you said, he's not being fair. Yeah. Yeah. He's not being fair, but it's like he's, he's like, it's like he's, like, heartbroken about this, you know what I mean? So it's like he's reacting from a, I'm gonna, not put you down, but it's like, I need to do whatever, I need to say whatever's gonna happen to make you stop. He just, like, has to vent some of this, like, poison that he's feeling. This is killing me. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, like, at the end when he just goes, you've got to trust me, man. But because of him kind of...
0: Belittling him? Biting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really That, that makes Cass go, him.
1: wait a second. Like, I'm... I- <laughs> when he says, like, or what? I, I love like- that.
0: I love that.
1: He's so disarmed by the, you're like a brother to me. Like when they cut to Cass after that, it is just like the look on his face. Mm-hmm. But like after everything he's just said, it's like, he's just like, I done that. I can't, you know, he's like, I can't be thinking about that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to do what I'm going to do. And it's like, he's so close to the end here too. It's like, it's much, much too late for this, but like Dean's desperation in saying like, I'm not going to logic you. I'm saying don't just because it's like, he knows it to win this kind of an argument with Cass. He has to be able to present like the right logic, but Dean doesn't have it. He's literally just like, be like, this is like their constant kind of like conflict. Dean is like, be more human. Understand that when I'm asking you not to just like, please don't do this thing. And what like really gets me in this scene is like the way that, Jensen Ackles acts this the the specific hand motion that he does oh my god palms up tapping one hand on top of the other is like that is so real and raw genuinely when you're having a desperate conversation with somebody and you just need them to do what you want them to do and you're just like please listen to me now and it's just like (laughs) it's so good and it's like the framing and it's i i I actually i'm getting goosebumps talking about this like i love no, this conversation i'm so st- i'm so physically stressed out recalling this <laughs> like just looking at the transcript when they at the end when you know he says or oh, what and then dean kind of again puts his like what is it like he heckles up he hackles up whatever mm-hmm. the fuck that phrase is he puts he his jackals up he's like <laughs> yeah he puts so his jackals stupid. up and is like I have to do what I have to do to stop you. Which is just, he's fronting. he It's like he's hes going, oh, okay.
0: He can't stop him. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Can I just say something about this whole situation? Dean is pleading, right? This is what you were just saying about this mm-hmm. desperate conversation mm-hmm. when you're trying to get someone to just do what you need them to do. Please listen. Please get it. Um, And... When he says, you gotta trust me, man, that's a part of the pleading. But Cass is like, is that a threat? Or what? Or what is gonna happen? Like, that is such a disconnect. The, The way that Cass has been living for the past, what, two years? Been in a war, been in negotiations, been, like, playing at politics while Dean has been trying to figure out what the hell's going on with his personal life and his family. The disconnect is so sharp, like, Cass is not thinking in terms of connection between people, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause Dean, Dean feels like it's a, it's a betrayal of trust, right? right. So he's yeah. trying mm. to kind of, he's trying to plead to that part of Cass, mm. but to Cass, he's like, I never stopped trusting you. It's not about trust. I didn't do anything undeserving of trust. I'm still doing everything for you. You just don't like, you don't understand. And you, yeah. you're still not understanding. So he's like feeling misunderstood still. Because mm-hmm. the way that Dean is trying to connect right. is not—it's like a love language thing it's or whatever, just, you know. Like it's, it's just not a completely it's, missing it's just the like,
0: point. It's just like a dissonance. I, I, it's, mm. it's. There's so, there's no, mo- there's no way for this conversation to, to, to lead to a satisfying end for everybody mm-hmm. because we're all, kind of, everyone's coming at this from such a different angle. Yeah. That like,
1: I also kind of like impossible. the. The in for a penny, in for a pound of it all. It's like, yes, 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 if yes. Cass had come to Dean earlier and been like, Well, I got into bed with Crowley and I want out and I need you to help me. Like, Dean would have held that over him for a long time about his yeah. bad judgment, I think. Yeah, um, definitely. Versus, like, it's now gone so far and it will go farther. Like, Cass is about to become God. Like, <laughs> and it's like, That's not the kind of... That's a fuck-up so massive that you really can't, like, rake somebody over the coals for it because they're doing that all on their own. You know what I mean? It's, like... Yeah. We've now transcended, like, interpersonal conflict, like, where this is going. We've, like, gone Mm. beyond, like, Dean shaming Cass for making these bad choices. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so, like, you know, from a purely just, like, getting into getting myself in trouble point of view like I think Cass is on the right track (laughs) like might as well you know
0: he's like who gives a fuck at this point
1: (laughs) they still do like before the things you're talking about like happen fully they, they kind of have like another whole thing with Lisa you know that whole situation that which ends up being a more kind of exploratory conversation about like Cass explaining his perspective and stuff like but we will talk about that next episode um it's not really relevant right this second um but it is so and I can't wait to talk about like okay so when we in season seven when we end up we have an episode where it's Cass's last episode and then there's 15 episodes without him I my my plan is to try and watch those episodes or at least skim them I'll read the transcript it's fine yeah, to, to kind of because I think that like Dean throughout all that, it's so interesting and I it is it feels also very textual. It's not um it's not like a kind of hella hat situation like and this is like where it starts where like the pleading the pleading doesn't really end oh, as, this goes, as this goes on. It's crazy. Um, also like this did remind me of, um, season Mark of Cain season where (laughs) season 10. Yeah. So like, it's like Dean can't stop Cass. He's going to just have to watch as this happens. Uh, which just like reminds me of that conversation where Cass is like, don't make me watch you do this. Uh... And it's like, that's, (laughs) but like the difference here is that it's like in that conversation, Cass is like, don't make me watch you do this. He has no intention of like, like he doesn't have a real intention of like trying to like style. Like you can't stop what the Mark of Cain is doing to Dean versus this is like, Dean is like, I'll have to do what I can. I'll have to do what I have to do to stop you, which is like a threat. And Cass is like, you you can't stop me. Like there's nothing that you could do to stop me. Like Cass Mm. already knows how this is going to go down. And Dean being like, I don't know. I've taken some pretty big fish. And it's like, Dean, you did that you did that with Cass's help like and Sam, like you beat the devil with Cass's help with Cass's help and Sam had to sacrifice himself for that like it's just not going to happen I appreciate his bravado but it's like yeah bro. <laughs> Fucking when Cass says I'm sorry he's Dean though and then Dean says well I'm sorry too then if, And then like, Cass
0: is gone by the oh, before his sentence there. is done he he's gone like He says it basically to an empty room by the end. And it's, it's so hard. It's so hard to watch. I, (laughs) it's disgusting in here. What are we doing? (laughs) And then finally,
1: at the end of this scene, we go back to Cass on the park bench. I believe it's what you would call a tragedy from the human perspective, but maybe the human perspective is, perspective is limited. Oh, Mm. Oh, buddy, it is a tragedy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That's so juicy in terms of what we were talking about before with, like, <laughs> the episode being kind of in this different format and it being, it's Cass's perspective, it's Cass's kind of experience of time, and then it's like, yep, the human perspective is limited. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... Be- mm. This is a good episode of TV. I'm so, so. fine. Sometimes TV is good. It's so I'm good. so normal. Okay. And then,
0: Casas is going to do okay.
1: whatever he must, and it is more over than we previously thought possible.
0: It was—we was have late reached a new level of it being over. We've reached it's
1: levels over. of over <laughs> unknown to the human race. Unprecedented levels of over. <laughs> We're so over that it's gone back around to being back on
0: to being on, and then <laughs> so
1: <laughs> over again. We have
0: run through the cycle (laughs) like a relay race this is crazy am I doing the
1: right thing am I on the right path you have to tell me you have to give me a sign give me a sign because if you don't I'm gonna just I'm gonna do whatever I whatever I must he's never been less eloquent like he's he can't even get it out I can't do this. He's so upset.
0: Can we talk about how they cut this so that there's pauses where you can see Cass isn't talking. He's just thinking he can't speak, but then they yeah, overlap very
1: disoriented. They yeah.
0: overlap the, the speech from the next bit. The audio. Yeah. He's been praying for a long time. I loved that. I thought it was really, really good editing and I was very, very into it. I loved it. The it's a, it really gives a good idea of space and like, uh, I, I guess, duration to that. Like, him sitting in the snowy park and, and praying mm. for possibly hours, just, like, trying to do the right thing. Um, and everyone's been telling him he's God's favorite. Like, Crowley's been telling him, Rachel's been telling him, and and now God won't speak. <laughs> he won't give a sign. There's What's no like help this coming. this thing
1: of, like, what God wants is literally all based on the fact that God brought Cassiel back from the dead, but that's like, yes, there's no real communication from God. It's just that act. So that's it. That's all I have to go on. I've just been filled with so much rage that like we never get Cass confronting Chuck specifically about this entire like period of time. Like, that's so fucked up. He should get to, like, push Chuck down some stairs or something. (laughs) Like, I in season 12 or whatever. He should punch him in the face. Mm. He should have been there when, when Dean and Sam are having that conversation with Chuck about, like, how he treats the world and how he lets things happen. Like there was a like follow up conversation that this episode started that the show just never continues.
0: Yeah. Well, he should have been allowed to have the discussing things scene with Lucifer. Oh, sorry, with with, with Chuck that Lucifer has instead in his yeah, stupid I mean, fucking body. But they forgot. They forgot about that.
1: Well, we'll get to that when we get to that.
0: <laughs> um, Sucks in here,
1: dude. Who's doing the outro? I I feel like we're. Oh, wait, there's one thing I want to say that we didn't get to. Um, Let me try to find it in the transcript here.
0: It's got to be in there. Not that one. Guys, did you know that evil is a relay sport? Shut up. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) I just thought about it. Don't worry about it. I don't Um, know why I'm so
1: grumpy all of a sudden. I'm just like.
0: (laughs) sucks here (laughs) this is a fantastic episode I'm having simultaneously the best and the worst time it's great it's fantastic that's what Supernatural's for much like all good TV um
1: shit where is it I just want to talk about the, the thing where Dean is like sticking up for Crowley or sticking up for Cass um and talking about how like Cass is their best friend and like all the things that Cass yeah. has done for, like basically what i always want dean to like say which is like
0: hold on hold on hold on the thing where he goes he has gone to the mat for us cut and bleeding mm-hmm.
1: where okay so dean's line is no you talked i listened this is Cass, guys <laughs> I mean, when there was no one and we were stuck, and I mean, really stuck, he broke ranks. He's gone to the mat, cut and bleeding for us so many freaking times. This is Cass. Don't we owe him the benefit of the doubt at least?
0: Which is say like, it. This is Speak like what, this.
1: this is like it feels like Dean. If this makes me mad, right? Because it's like <laughs> Dean recognizes and understands everything that Cass has done for him, done for mm-hmm. them yeah through the course of their relationship and like he still treats Cass like like mm-hmm. that isn't reflected in the way that he fucking talks to Cass, you know like he yeah. said he'll mm-hmm. say that to sam and bobby but he doesn't like treat Cass like that's the kind of like relationship that they have even though it is
0: and he knows that and i'm like i think bro i think a lot of that is rooted, rooted in like fear of how it'll come across or be seen or what it'll I don't know is it gay to be nice to your friends basically (laughs) like to think so (laughs) it is it It is is, apparently
1: it's it's gay to like care about someone if they're not dying
0: I think just like the the consequences of of if he says this will he have to deal with other stuff that he's feeling will he be able to still casually toss out you're like a brother to me like um I'm sorry. It just makes me so angry when he says that every time I'm like, I am going to sit you down and we're going to have a discussion. Okay. I you like and me. it. I understand. That why makes it makes me so me
1: angry, sick. But I, I do like it because I just think he's so. That's the only way he relates up. to it. Yeah. That's yeah. the only way he knows like,
0: how to explain like, how much well, it matters. you're not
1: my dad. So <laughs>
0: what else is there? What else is there that you can be that still means that you mean a lot to me? Uh, you're not a woman, so you're not my girlfriend. But also
1: it's such a, it is such a high compliment because like Dean and Sam's relationship is obviously so important. (laughs) Yeah. And, and like he holds Sam in such a high regard, even after everything that's happened. So to be like, you're like a brother to me is like, He's put him up on a pedestal really. It doesn't
0: it doesn't make me as angry as it does in season eleven, like when Cass has that absolutely oh, yeah. sickening look on his face and I wanna die every time I see it. See, see, would any other
1: actor do that? We were trying to recast earlier and I think I just think that Misha really
0: has that. Uh, I don't know. Jess you seem like like puppy dog. Puppy dog look down. Other actors can do this, yes, I'm sure, but like would it hurt as bad? <laughs>
1: Yeah, anyway, I just wanted to talk about that, because it's nice to hear somebody, like, say, like, this is everything that Cass has done for us, like. Yeah, yeah. And also, I appreciated how in this scene, how much Dean hates that they're even talking about the fact that Cass might be betraying them. Like, he's wrong, but, Mm. He doesn't want to entertain
0: the idea (laughs) at all. I appreciate Um, that.
1: Yeah. Okay, so now we can go to the outro, unless you guys have, like, more stuff to say. Um I just wanted to I just wanted to jump off what you were saying about like uh how I think that's like another reason that they are so prolific in fic is because the show doesn't allow them to have those conversations but also when, when, like, those conversations seem to have happened are all, like, things we don't see. Like, the, mm. the implied things that happen later on and just even, not just with Cass and Dean, but with, you know, a with lot everybody. of relationships on the show. Like, mm. it's it's just a core problem that the show has that they were almost too afraid to, like, be more serialised and have those more consistent uh, relationship, like, beats almost. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just that. Oh, oh it's so crazy. Sorry, I'm just... Uh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Some, I'm, I'm just looking at pictures, you know? I need to get out of here.
0: <laughs> okay. Take us out. Take us out. Lead us Lead us through the... Oh, yeah, it's, it's my job. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: I'm really grateful that this was my part this week because I, d- I don't know if I could have... Uh, I can't do the middle bit. I was so gra- I glad it's not cool. me. <laughs> Jess, you did a great job. You did Thank fantastic. Thank you. Thank this is why you. I took serious notes yesterday. I was like, I have to be on my shit. <laughs> this is why we rotate as well because we cannot all be taking serious notes every week. This no. is yes. massive brain. No, Not how we operate. Organize like this. I barely Do we even operate, have please. heart mines and salt lockets. I was trying to think of this last night and I was like, or salt. No, I did okay, it backwards again. Do you even have, I have a a salt heart mines
0: and salt? <laughs> okay. It's really silly and petty.
1: Okay, okay. Um, give me a second. I will. I'll do a proper um. Talk into the outro. Um. Sorry, I just. <laughs> what happened? Sorry, I just like. I'm just. I just was looking at my own notes and made myself laugh. Um. <laughs> there's something that I wrote down that is like specifically about DTA, and I'm just thinking. Like, you are so. Maybe I'll...
0: problems.
1: Maybe I'll put that in my heart locket, even though the whole episode is in my heart locket. <laughs> um, so.
0: <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. This week. Hold on, hold on. I was looking at my own notes because what? of, you know, um, just like. Uh, <laughs> here, Here's the, the notes that I took last night. The first thing I wrote down, Dean modeling shirt that says guy who does not get it. <laughs> and then I'm not gonna logic you and then a little arrow emoticon what men will say when they're about to use sentiment against you and think that they are doing the right thing because they always do, obviously (laughs) I was so mean and bitter, it's so crazy to me because usually I'm like, well I get where Dean's coming from, but today I feel insane, I kind of do get where he's coming from, but yeah whatever man, it's fine (laughs) I don't
1: have anything in my salt mine. I literally was like, "Come on, think of something." I can't. I love the script. I, I the only thing that you know is upsetting is like, the upsetting things. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but like, do either of you have salt mines?
0: Um, I, I do, don't. and it's a it's a silly petty one. And I'm so, sorry about go, that. Go be petty. Um, I just think Cass looks kind of lame after. Okay, when he's smiting the demons delicious i love it i ate it up um like i've been starved in a desert but i when he turns around after he smote the last one or whatever and like and he like adjusts and he does this little dramatic shoulder like adjustment whatever he looks really lame and goofy and i thought that was. when silly. he's just standing there next to the when desk
1: next to ellsworth after he kills him <laughs>
0: No, no no no. He does oh. uh I think this is after he rescues Sam and, and Dean and um Bobby. He just looks through silly. like, I'll send you guys a screenshot, but I think this is incredibly nitpicky. I just think it's funny cuz every time I see it I'm like, oh, "Dude, <sighs> do better." <laughs> yeah.
1: Um this must have been like a really hectic time for Misha. Acting, like I'm surprised he was able to act so well because he, you know, we've talked before how he usually doesn't have this many lines and screen time, but this <laughs> is like very intensive for him. It's like a little movie that he's the star of. Yeah. Mm. I don't I don't have a salt mine for this episode. I love it. Woo. Ella um, How about Heart Lockets? Heart lockets? No, no, no saw mine for me.
0: I also um, don't
1: have a heart locket because I love this episode so much. There's like nothing <laughs> that even like every part of it is great. Yeah.
0: Hard locket for me, I know it's it's uh, we talked about Hard Locket, it's it's difficult to pick, but it's definitely the the scene at the at the end where Dean and Cass I just like when Dean and Cass are alone in a room f- with moonlight in it. I think <laughs> I have to <laughs> I think I have to like the kitchen scene and I think 402 really got me and like yes. this really gets me because like it's again intimacy, it's it's right? the intimacy right like and there's like the kitchen scene there are threats being leveled which is crazy okay it's a little bit insane but um and at they the come same time so far from it's that such a, it's such a reverse like an inverse of that moment mm. um there's like sympathy Um, in, in the kitchen scene, very little, but like, just like, (laughs) no, I'm, I'm stretching this too far. That doesn't make sense. I just like both. I just like both (laughs) of them very much. Um, I, it's, it's, uh, it's good. It's a good time here. And I, I like it when they're talking to each other in the middle of the night and no one else is around and it's just fucking harrowing. I love it.
1: (laughs) We joked, but they just, they have a bond. And it's like, I, you can't unsee it. And, and.
0: That's an insane relationship to have with a person.
1: Literally. And the fact that we're all seeing it, sometimes it's like, this is too much. This is too intimate. I I feel like I shouldn't be here. You guys are really going through something. Um, I said, okay. I said before, but I, I probably will cut the rant about it. Um, but the only thing that I can think of to separate and be in my heart locket is, um, there's something that Cass says that I don't know if this is like on purpose in DTA, um, but he says they taught me how to stand up, and that is like something that gets repeated in DTA a lot, and it is very mm. good to me. Shout out to like the three listeners who are also crazy about DTA; they'll know what I'm talking about. Um, also, just <laughs> Dean being on that couch, I. I love that couch. The the couch meta has. I can't really talk
0: about. I won't talk to you about the. I can't. I won't. Enti- I. will not entertain the fuck couch being being put on our, on our podcast at every cash. available opportunity. You're the worst. I I'm sorry. I'm just speaking my truth. <clears throat> um. Ooh ooh! I want to say something. I just I searched yeah. the man who would be king on my blog and um. Uh-huh. Uh There's. A gif from it where you know the part where Dean walks past Cass invisible and Cass sort of looks off at him and turns his whole body just to gaze. Um, yeah. And I, I, I tagged it if that lost g- gift does not cease and desist, I'm walking into the nearest body of water. And then I said, thinking about when Jess Hello emoji said, "You should have seen your little face burning for love," and I was like, "Woo!" Actually, I think you should say this. This is now a thing that should be said. We haven't spoken about this in a while. Burning for love, dude. Oh. <laughs> it's rough. It's hard out here. Yeah, anyway, I,
1: that's not easy for Miss Atomic Bomb. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's really bad. Um, I actually did think of a heart locket. Oh, I really like it. when okay. Cass slams at one demon against like the door frame and puts his hand on his face and kills him. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That's, I like that too. Kill. The movement Extremely of that is really real great. Kill. Yeah, yeah. At this it point was. in the show, we've fully just oh stopped God. caring about vessels. Like this is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Down. No, that's
0: uh, that's done. We'll they go back to it too. at some point. <laughs> I've. Can I tell? Can I say something? I also yeah. thought of another one that I really love. I love the damn it cast. We can fix this and the dean. It's not broken. Exchange. I am obsessed. Mm, I love it so much. It's so, it's such an intense, like, this is a, you know, having a fight with someone that you care about so deeply and, like, trying desperately, like, we can fix it, we can fix it, and they're just insisting there's nothing to fix. Like, everything's fine, I have it under control, get out of my business, kind of, like, it's crazy in here, and I love that, and um, I hate to say it because... I know it's annoying to mention every time, but Jensen Ackles really, like, fucking killed this episode. I really, every time he was on screen, I was, like, spellbound. I was, like, what's going on right out. now?
1: He Last was thought, doing I a wanted great job. Ugh, I just want to delete the part of my brain that, like, turns crazy when he's acting. Like, I, <laughs> I want to just, like, get in there and delete it. Like, I, I want to feel the same way that I feel, like, about... Sam, where I'm like, oh, that's Sam, but then my brain's like, but it's Jared Padalecki. I can't do that. It's, it feels so real <laughs> within with him.
0: Uh, I think it's called good acting. <laughs> and it and happens speech. to people I sometimes. I hate him so much. I, oh, my word. I, oh. Oh, my anyway. God.
1: I just found this post that's like talking about the hand meta. I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, like, I, there's a bit when he's praying where he's where he looks at his hands, and that's like something that Cass does a few times in the show oh, yeah. it's not okay
0: in here is
1: that right, did we do it band just came on so I think we're ready to I think it's time. Okay. i um oof. I honestly have nothing else in my notes that we didn't cover um but i I just know that like in two days, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like. <gasps> I didn't mention this very specific thing that I've been thinking about, but uh, if we didn't talk about something that you want to know our opinion on regarding this episode, obviously the mailbag is very open. Um, so you can contact us at Tumblr or Twitter at the Castcast. Cast. We haven't made on, like an account on any of the uh, brand-spanking-new Twitter rivalry services yet. We're so, fine. Um... It's fine. <laughs> I think we might wait until things cool down a little bit. We're very Tumblr based anyway. Um, yeah, we know trio, this. So we all know it. As long it. as Tumblr's still chugging along um, we'll mainly be there. Um, you can also email us at thecastcast at gmail.com um, Thanks for listening. This is going to be a long one, but I hope <laughs> we have done it justice. We have been very brave. So brave we could have just cried the whole time, but instead I, I've just done it kind of silently. Like my <laughs> eyes are definitely irritated. Um,
0: <laughs> <I don't laughs> think how are you have... feeling? I feel very good. I just found um, a song in, in my, um, the man who would be King tag. Um, I don't know if you guys know oh. this one. It's from a little band called Fleetwood Mac and uh, off the album Rumours and it's called The Chain and in it it says if you don't love me now you will never love me again and I can still hear you saying you would never break the chain. So that one's for you, you don't know shit about cats. I didn't think about that one yet but it could have been in there. Anyway. Nah. Oh my god. Okay, I just found another post that says these two are literally competing for
1: who can turn into a pillar
0: of salt more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we gotta get out of here. We love you guys. Thank you for slogging through this episode with us. If we fe- if you feel we missed something, I'm really sorry. Um, you're going to have to address that with us in a mailbag because this is going to be a bitch to edit. Um, It'll be fine. Ella is a superhero. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, thanks
1: so much, thank guys. Thanks so much. Yeah, good thanks. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. We love you. We love you. Did you drop our, you said our socials? She did. Yeah. The email, too?
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Okay, no problem. Thanks. Thanks for checking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, and we love you okay. all, and uh, to all a good
0: night. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Kisses. Mwah. <laughs> Kisses, etc. <cetera. laughs> okay. Just go <the> pissed, girl. <laughs>
1: Ella loves to pee. Ugh. You know, so Ella peed before the episode and not <laughs> peeing again.
0: I think she's just been very hydrated. She's
1: just crazy <laughs> peeing. It's her favorite thing.
0: I just took a drink of water. <laughs> <You killed me. laughs>